Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Craig's Creative Corner. You are now checked into the sixth episode of the Mike Check Podcast. This is a podcast where I bring guests on and they pretty much tell us their story. So sit back and relax, turn the volume up, and let's get right into it. Um, state your name, man. Kevin Santos, a.k.a. Big God Clips. So what's, what's going on, man? Not much, man. Just out here living life and getting through it day by day. I, 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 I honestly don't think I've seen you all summer. Uh, and, probably and, not. And, and most, 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 most of that's probably my fault. I, I think I, I was telling, I was telling Brad and and Michael the other day when I went to Buffs, the 2020 and 2021 kid. That's the first event I've been to all summer. Yeah, man. Since since Buffs event at Duncanville. The difference between me and you and other videographers and stuff like that is like we're actually family guys. And we actually have real jobs like outside of this. You're gonna ruffle some feathers, bro. You better watch it. I mean, I, I, I got no problem saying it. I, I even tell my wife all the time, like, if I didn't have kids and I was single, oh, I'd yeah. be in a different place than I am right now with this video stuff. Oh, yeah. Because, well, I mean, yeah, when, between me and you, like, we have to learn how to balance it out. Especially, like, uh, the programs that we have to use and stuff to make videos and do photos and stuff. And as far as learning cameras, like I don't have a lot of time to do that Me stuff. Either, man. And if, I mean, if, yeah, if, I mean, I love my wife. I love my kid, but if I didn't have that, you'd be in a whole different spot. Yeah. Man. You'd yeah, have yeah. way more time on your hands. I mean, yeah, no, not to knock Timmins or, or Brad or anything, but they just come home to their dogs. You know? Love you guys though. I mean, love I, you yeah, guys. those are my dudes. I love them to death. And I don't even know if y'all listen to it, but love them to death, man. They're, they're shout great. out to Slam and Ball is Life. Yeah, shout out Slam, shout out Ball is Life. You know they're the deal. They have their platforms, but yeah, it'd be different, man. Forty hours yeah. a week or plus, and then Jeez. coming home to having to pay attention to your wife 65. and kids. Because I'm not gonna lie, dude. My my first year doing videography, I I let it take like over my life. Yeah. Like I was I was almost getting fired at work. Me and my wife were having problems and, you yeah. know, had to step back a little bit and, like, reflect on how I should balance this out. Yeah. Yeah, I, I understand. I have to, like, when, when I got the, when I got everybody's schedules up last year, I pretty much went through, like, 50 team schedules and noted down on my phone what games I'm going to on Tuesday and Friday, where they're going to be. I got to, I got to figure out. When can I get my kid? Or what? What? When do I pick him up? And when can you get home? Or if you're not gonna get home, maybe I can't go that night. Yeah. So all that all that stuff happens. Yeah. Like, uh, and if if you had more freedom, I mean, you don't have to tell nobody. Yeah, you can just <laughs> get up and go. Yeah. Before you do that, now you have to check if you have a babysitter. Yeah. Your wife's okay. Everything's fine. My at wife home. might be working late. Yeah. And. I just had, I just can't go. Cause I was I was really excited to go to Buffs event last weekend and this weekend. Yeah. But um, uh, I actually got a new job about a month and a half ago, and they had me working Saturday, so I couldn't even go. What, no you, what are you doing? Now, I'm a mover now. I, uh, it's a tough job, but I mean it pays good. Like uh, all my sons or something like that. Stuff like that. I work okay. for a for a, a like a family owned business out of Fort Worth called Bell Brothers Moving. Okay. If you need a move, hit them up. Okay. That's cool. We have a lot of those guys. I, the, all my son's building is close to my job, so all those guys come in my job and eat all the time. Um, but yeah, man, that, that that that's a really good subject. I mean, I mean, I 
I go, I go to games and stuff and I come home and like edit the videos, edit photos. And by go the time to bed at like two, two o'clock, o'clock in the, in the morning, morning and wake yeah. up at five thirty to go to work. Back at it again, dude. Yeah, so I mean That's I, why that's why I also have like an appreciation for AAU coaches as well because most AAU coaches they, they have to go to forty hour forty hour like Buff. Buff's yeah. a teacher. Yeah. And he yeah, and he's that, out here. And that was the subject that I brought up with uh Yeah, I heard Sean. that on, on Sean with Sean. Yeah. yeah. Buff's out here grading papers and Filling out evaluations and sending coaches. That's crazy. Yeah, I, don't, I don't think he'll have to do that much longer. Nah. Buffs, Buffs, his, like, like, it's, like, like I mean, these 2022 kids, their stock is rising, man. He's, 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 he's knocking on the door of becoming like Big da- time. Dallas's Dino, dude. Big time, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, he had Coach PV talking yesterday to all the kids, I think, up there at, uh, up there at the Mac. And from what I heard yesterday was a really good event. And I, I like what what Sean said about Buff. Like he he's not a local guy from around here. He sees yeah. things a different way, and he's doing things a different way. And I think that's why he's taking off more than anybody else. Yeah, fast. He's definitely on the rise. So what have you been doing this summer, man? Yeah, you you're you're big time now. You're 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 a travel media guy. Ah oh, man, I just you know did my stuff with impact during the summer did what i could with other teams during the summer that's the one thing i want to get out of the way like i'm not just impact's video guy <laughs> you know i it's i'm anybody could for example like uh i i, I run my own thing i'm not with slam i'm not with ball yeah. life so wherever the money yeah, is. yeah wherever man. the money is like and and i'm not one of those like oh five hundred dollars for one one minute video no yeah. like i'll work with you but I work with who pays, you know. Yeah, and it's a, and sometimes I'll go out of my way and help people who who don't got it, you know. Yeah, because I I know where that I know how I know how that feels, you know. Yeah, but I'm not just Impact's video guy, but I like I I did just finish up my summer with Impact, did some stuff for Lone Star, did some individual stuff for individual players on other teams. Yeah, it was a a, a fun summer. It went by fast. Yeah, and the whole new new dead period, new live periods. I thought I thought the dead period was stupid. A whole month off, mm-hmm. and then just I don't know. I didn't like it. It was more better when it was just bam, bam, event, 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 live, live, live. Yeah. Because it also keeps your kid, the kids on the toes. Yeah. And it, but I I think this this summer like it really sh- like showed who wanted it more, because you saw whenever the live period came back on who's been working and who hasn't. It, you could tell immediately. Vaughn said his, that. The the YGC team only only practiced one 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 day a week, and it was like that for most teams. It was like that for most, and it like because Vaughn yeah. Vaughn he has his, his sponsored Adidas team, for yeah. example, Impact. It, it was almost the same thing, dude. Yeah. It just because of just just schedules and like it was dead period. So a lot of parents and kids they took that as an advantage to like go on vacations, yeah, vacations, yeah, do family trips and stuff like that. And I don't blame them, but. Yeah, that whole new dead period that 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 has to change soon. Cause I didn't like it. I, th- I I think Sean mentioned something about that 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 it was gonna change coming I, up next summer. So. Cause uh, yeah, man, we want more basketball, man. More basketball, more more meaningful basketball. Yeah. That. Because I mean, it's cool for people to put on their events in the meantime while everything's waiting, but you can just tell the players aren't playing at a hundred percent or even ninety percent. Yeah. They're just playing. Most of them are just out there playing for fun, you know, and trying not to get hurt at the same time. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and I've, I, I, I find it. 
I mean, I I think kids are playing more. I I I I know uh, a lot of kids are working on their craft like by themselves or going to the wreck. I see that all the time sometimes. But I like one 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 of my things is is like back when I was in high school and middle school and stuff back in 2006. Like all all the all these elementary schools that are by me, they they would have kids at them. I mean, till the lights cut off at yeah, night. Yeah, man. Make, and, uh, make outside basketball great again. That's what what, yeah, that's you, what really needs to happen. You, you don't see a lot of that anymore. I, I think uh, they fell in love with the AC or something like that, man. And also, I don't blame them either because, I mean, yeah, most kids can't shoot. I'll say that right now. And then most <laughs> rims outside are double, double rims. rims. Yeah. And that's why they go inside. I, like that's uh, that's a fact. Most kids go inside because they don't yeah. like they don't they don't mess with the double rims. But they should though because I mean it'll make you a way better shooter. Yeah, it helps you. If you can shoot on a double rim, you can shoot anywhere. Yeah. Um and you and it shows. It shows the kids that go to the wreck and then the kids that hoop outside cuz there there still is some kids that hoop outside. Yeah. But it it shows. And shout out to the kids that like, go to the wreck on their own, you yeah. know, or go work on their craft on their own because that's really what you got to do because you got to want it yourself. You can't have your mom and dad want it more than you. Yeah, you got to stay motivated. Got to stay motivated. And uh, so, so, so let me ask you a question. What, what made you want to get into this stuff? I've always like, kind of had like this this infatuation for like production and video back coming back from like middle school. Cause in middle school, like surprisingly I was in theater, I was in theater and I was also in video production. Um, me and this other kid that lived not too far away from me from my house in middle school, his name's Maverick. Me and him actually won first place in a video competition in Austin. I forgot what it was for. Like, I just remember me and him like made a script. We tried videoing it. I ended up having to be in the video because some kids didn't show up. Oh, really? We literally filmed it all in one night and sent it in. I edited it. He did some final touches. We sent it in. Two weeks later, competition came up. We won first place. That's pretty cool. So I've always like been into that. Like, been interested in that because like I don't know. It's just always something I've always wanted to do, but I never did it. Yeah. Because I was just at that time. Like when, as soon as I got into high school. Um, it was basketball, and then my, my dad passed away, so I was kind of lost. And then randomly, one, uh, I want to say it was in, right before the season started, about like three, four years ago, uh, my friend Gandhi, he does video stuff for football. Yeah. He uh, texted me. He was like, hey, what are you doing? Are you at home? I was like, yeah, what's, all right, what's up? He was like, oh, there's a basketball tournament at Northwest. There's this kid up here that you should really see, dude. Like, you wouldn't expect him to be from Justin. So I went up there, and, <laughs> and then next thing you know, it's it's Avery Anderson. Avery. And I was like, yo, dude, there's – why is there nobody in this – because at that time, like, everybody knows what Ball's life. What grade was he in? At that time, he was uh, going to be a sophomore. He, oh, yeah, he was a sophomore. Yeah. And with me, like, shout-out Ball's life, shout-out Brad and all that. But I wasn't a big fan of the Ball's life video. That, so, I, like – That that was the same year I caught him with that – when he dunked on that kid from Crowley. Yeah. 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 Uh, but at that time, like, I really wasn't watching the Boss Life video, so, like, I, I didn't know of Avery already, even yeah. though he had already been posted on the Boss Life. Um, I was like, yo, why is nobody out here filming this kid? This kid is crazy. Yeah. Smoothest jump shot, like, pulling up, crossing kids over. 
And I didn't have a camera at that time, and I just started filming them on my cell phone. Yeah. And then um, I started thinking, I was like, what other kids in this area? Because at that time, and uh, whenever, uh, like a year or two before that, I was helping one of my friends coach a, a YMCMA team or whatever. And I knew about Latrell. I know I known about Latrell since he was in, in seventh grade. Giselle? Uh, no, Latrell from YGC. Well, yeah. Yeah, I've known about him since since he was in seventh grade. Yeah. Pe- people he, are he just goes now. To Keller. Keller Central, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People are just now finding about But I've known about him since he was in seventh and eighth grade. And he, that, he, that, he had a massive dunk at. You do that kid's been, that kid's been hooping. <laughs> he's he's been a bucket for a minute, dude. But just yeah. no one knew. No one knows about him because that, that, that's exactly what Vaughn said. Yeah, no one knows yeah. about him because nobody like shout out to all the media guys in the DFW, but no many not not too many people go past three sixty this way. Yeah, like the Fort Worth way. Yeah, you're and, right. I mean, y'all would have known about. Latre- I mean, I I'm not going to Fort Worth. I don't blame him unless it's like the Cowtown. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that, man. That's like an hour and fifteen I don't blame minutes. Him. I don't blame him, and and that's that's why that's why I really like took it serious about what I was doing because yeah. I was like, I'm gonna cover these kids out here that go to like Richland, LD Bell, yeah. Saginaw, Chisholm Trail, all them, you know. Yeah. Brewer, and um, yeah, that that it all started with the cell phone with me, really, and then it just grew from there. The I mean, we, me, 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 and you met on Twitter through this stuff, but I think the first time I met you was at at a gaso. You were standing up in the bleachers, yeah, on your on your cell phone. Hey man, watch this kid. That's Caleb Jordan. Caleb Jordan he's yeah. for Buff, right? Yeah, for Buff. Yeah, yeah dude, that, that was the first time I met you. When when Buff had his, the blue, the Blueprint Five, yeah, yeah, with Caleb Jordan and Neek. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, man. I mean. And most people like you, whenever y'all first see me film, y'all were surprised that I was on a cell phone. And, and uh, Brandon said that was like the first time he 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 really started scouting. I think. Yeah, was, yeah. Was that same Cause, year. Uh, yeah, because whenever I met Paul, he introduced me to Brandon. Because that's when that's whenever Paul. Because Paul, I, I I consider Paul like my my godfather because yeah. he's really the guy who like ushered me in, you know, kind of gave me like a like a like a syllabus pretty much of everything that goes on around here and how to handle yeah. things. The Paul, real talk Paul, nation. Yeah, the real talk nation. Shout out Paul, man. <laughs> Paul Paul was a lot of help in the very beginning, man, with all his advice and all his Yeah, that's what I told Brandon. I uh Paul was like the first big guy that followed me on Twitter and he he, he I I saw him uh it was the game why YGC played Quentin Grimes and uh when they went to all them overtimes yeah, all those like overtimes. three or four overtimes. I had I, I had Tap Paul on the shoulder. I was like, "Hey man, you're Paul Miranda, right?" <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Yeah man, I'm, hey, I'm Craig Smith, man. You followed me on Twitter the other day, man. I just want to introduce myself." And he gave me his phone number and everything. He yep, asked me if I ever me, need dude. anything. Same thing with me, dude. And he even if he was the guy that like you reach out to him, he'd respond quick and give you yeah. an answer and help you out. Shout out Paul, man. And like so, so, sometimes when I see these guys with all these like massive followers, like I saw uh, Jim Hicks. The RCS Sports at uh, at Duncanville, it may have been for the Hoop Fest. Yeah, I was like, man, you're a legend, dude. Yeah, dude. He looked at me like, like yeah, we were crazy. I said, man, you got like fifteen thousand followers. Yeah, bro. And, it, and to me, it's more like a respect thing because like they they really do a lot, you know. Yeah, he does a lot of stuff in Houston. Yeah, and early on, He's Paul, 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 and uh, Sean from 3D, they were the main ones giving me advice and yeah. giving me guidelines on how to handle these things. So like shout out shout out Sean, shout out Paul. 
Yeah, Sean had some good words for me when he when mm-hmm. we when I well I mean he's I think we we had been following each other but like uh, I saw him at Buff's event at the beginning of the summer, and then he he came up to me and he said some pretty nice words to me. Yeah, I mean I'll be honest with Sean. Sean kind of like set the guidelines of me like for me blowing up because I I mean you saw it. I went yeah. from like the moment that I I I purchased my camera. Yeah, like I I took off. Yeah. I really don't know how it happened or, or why it happened, but I, I was pretty much following. Kids the, love it, man. Yeah, I pretty much was following the advice that Sean gave me. Yeah, because I remember like it was maybe my, it was whenever me and you met each other at the Gasso. Yeah, that was the first time that I had a like I had like a thirty minute conversation with with uh, Sean yeah. next to Court One, and like I I took everything he gave he gave me, made a blueprint and, and just took off from there. Yeah. Uh, man, I. I first started, like I I I bought a little Sony uh, A sixty one hundred or A six thousand one of those, and I was gonna start vlogging, and I did that for a little while. That's what my dreams to ball channel was. It was like it was called like Craig Smith vlogs or something. I'm like, yeah, I remember it. And, I remember uh, you did the 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 that that all star game first. Yeah, the Metroplex twenty four was well. I I did that with my my phone. Oh yeah, yeah, chart. Charles Campbell was the first one to give me a media, a media, a media uh, well, he said, he said, you're media, right? I said, yeah, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bro. And, uh, no, but I, and then I was like, man, I'm going to start vlogging. So I bought this camera and I, I, I vlogged and, uh, me and my, me and my dad went to my nephew's, my oldest nephew's baseball tournament in Oklahoma city. And I just started vlogging every, the whole trip and all that stuff. I mean, it didn't get a lot of views, but it was fun. Yeah, it's fun. And uh, I kept doing it. I kept doing it while I when I came back for a little bit. Then I was like, you know what? I don't. I, I love basketball. I don't play a lot. No more. I'm trying to get back into that right now. Same. Um, but I just we're old, bro. Fractured my yeah, ankle. Man, we're stepping old, off bro. a curb. One um, little movement here and there, and next thing you know, you're really yeah. pulling something or something. Yeah, and uh, man, I and uh, I, the first, I think the first game, I, the first video I recorded was Avery Duncan on that kid from Crowley, and then uh, like I, I was just posting little videos. I posted one from uh, Kayla, uh, uh, Kate, Caden Archie. I posted a little one, but then I. Uh, the first video I posted, I think, was about, uh, shit, I don't know, I'd have to go back. But I, I I pretty much saw all these camera people on the side, and I'm like, I got a camera, why don't I just start recording games and stuff yeah. like that? I, yeah. I, I mean, it'll keep me in the game, and that's what I'm trying to do. And uh, I started doing that, and then I started going to games, getting back into Twitter, and when... When my Twitter blew up, I was I was kind of doing, I was doing uh like play by play stuff, like the first game I did was uh South Garland or Rockwall, when uh Tyrese and Chris were sophomores, and they lost to Rockwall in the playoffs in like two or three overtimes. Yeah, and uh, I I, w- I would just go to games and pretty much do play by play on my Twitter. That's another reason and I like blew up. Tag, 
tagged the players on Twitter yeah. like, man, he just dunked. He made a nice pass. Tyrese, Tyrese of three, like something yeah. like that. <laughs> and I, I did that for a little while, and then I was like, man, this little, this little, this little camera is not cutting it. Now I'm gonna buy a camera. I'm gonna buy a mic. I'm gonna buy all this stuff, and yeah. I'm gonna start recording games. And so I, I, I started doing full game recaps on on YouTube. And I mean that 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 was when mine kind of took off. And honestly, dude, I, I feel and, like and when I started doing that stuff on Twitter, I had 173 man. followers, and most of those things, most of those were probably like dead accounts, bots and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe maybe some people that I knew from high school. Yeah, see, and that's that's one thing that that I had a, that I like learned from the, the start, like build your your I guess fan base or. Yeah. Or build your followers. So I know I got a lot of slack for it, but like I stuck to Northwest because I mean that was my old high school. I lived like yeah. ten minutes from it. And um I built my base around them first. Yeah. And then I started branching off to other schools like L D Bell or Birdville. Birdville when they had no wheelers. Yeah, Birdville loved you out there. Yeah, Bird, yeah, Birdville was like my second home. <laughs> I, I, shout out Birdville. I did I didn't do any I didn't do any high school recaps this past season because I was without a camera. Dude Hold on, I gotta stop you. The one game I went to Birdville, I think it was like senior night or something. I don't know, but Noah didn't even start, and it, it was when they played Colleyville, Colleyville Heritage yeah. or something. That, that's where Boston Acres play, right? Yeah. Dude, it was like thirteen to twelve at halftime. Yeah, yeah. Dude. And I left. I was like, this was such a waste of time. Yeah, it's like an hour drive, and I'm thinking Noah's got a freaking three point gun on him. Yeah. And he didn't. He didn't really even play the first half. I don't. I don't know if something happened, but like I, I was. That was so disappointing. Yeah, and plus, Birdville and Colleyville have such contrasting styles on how they play. Yeah, I like. And that's that's one thing I do whenever I I go out to school recaps. Yeah, I do a little like homework on the team, how they play, and then uh, one thing that I feel like I have like above other people is like, I'm more personally like connected to some of these kids you know what i mean yeah because like i like for example the northwest kids i i hang out with them all the time out like not just at the at the school or on the basketball court like we go to chick-fil-a together we still go still think you should have done like a like a like a like a day in the life type of thing i thought about it man but like that's what i was gonna do with the wilmer hutchins kids i'm not gonna last year, but i got <laughs> i'm not gonna sick. lie some of these kids don't know how to act <laughs> some of these kids don't know how to act in front of the camera like that uh, but I mean, yeah, we we thought about it, and I, I did a, a uh, the first, I guess, like day in the life thing. I kind of did yeah. was um, whenever Jalen Peterson gave me my intro, yeah, because that was one thing. Like when, when I started making videos, is like, dude, I have no intro. I just have my logo, yeah. And um, uh, over there in the area, now you got you a, a little baller vision shout out. Yeah, dude, a little baller vision <laughs> shout out, and and shout out to Jalen. We we talked uh, about it. We've talked about it uh, doing somewhat of a Baller Vision inspired video for him yeah. because, I mean, it's fixing to be his senior year. Yeah. He made he made my intro. He has the voice. So I was I he's was finally going to. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for him because he's he, what's he, this will be his third year on varsity. Yeah. And uh, I mean, kid works hard, dude. This, I mean, since Avery was there, I, I mean, Jalen played a lot last year, but I think he was more in there for defense and the damn charges. 
Can, uh, yeah, he, he, he'll, he, whatever role you give him, he's going to yeah, do it. Yeah, know? he's a hard worker, but I, I think he'll, he'll finally get the ball a little more this year. No, I think him and Julian are going to go off. Yeah. They're, they're definitely going to, like, be the scoring load for him. I can see he's been working on his jump shot. Oh, yeah. He, he thinks he's, he's a three point shooter now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he, he's a hard working kid. Yeah. Julian's, or Julian and, and Jalen. Julian had a good summer, didn't he? Yeah, he had, he he battled injuries at the beginning because yeah. I know he like strained. Uh, I think he strained his MCL or something in his knee. Ooh. And I know that was tough on him all summer because I mean he I played think with was, Showtime, right? Yeah, and yeah. I, I'm I'm super glad he went to go play with Showtime too. By the way, because yeah. I I felt like that added on another like like something more to his game uh, besides just like the handles, the shooting. I, I feel like it added on toughness and wanting to defend. Yeah, because I mean, Big E's not gonna play you if you don't play the whole no, no, aspect of yeah, the game. You know what I mean? The, them kids on Showtime are pretty tough too. Yeah, but like uh, I did a over there in Byron. It was a kid from Byron Nelson uh, back whenever it was. I think it was like a couple years after I got out of high school. Yeah, he was a well-known kid, real involved in the school. He got involved in an accident and um, he passed away. Well, his t- twin brother. Um, they were huge basketball kids. They were huge, huge basketball kids. His twin brother decided to start a, a three-on-three tournament every summer to like uh, raise money because they have a foundation, oh, uh, Live Like cool. Josh. And um, Jalen was like, hey, what are you doing today, man? And I was like, oh, no. And he's like, you should come. Oh, uh, that was that. Yeah, he was I like, you, sh- you, sh- you should come film this uh, 3v, uh, 3v3 tournament. Like, pick, uh, pick us up, blah, blah, blah. I picked him up. I had my phone. I was just recording them while we were driving, recording them while they were in the gym. Yeah. They ended up winning their age division and stuff like that. And at the very it, end, it was him, Avery, and uh, Julian. Was it okay? And they had Jordan Keys as a as the, yeah. the fourth t- substitute. Mm-hmm. Um, they had won it. We we're all having fun. And at the very end, the girls on the mic talking, like congratulate them. And then you just see Jalen reach over, and I was just about to stop recording. But when oh, as soon man. as I saw Jalen reach over for the mic, he just grabs the mic, looks at me, and points. He goes, "Hey, man, shout out Kevin, big guy clips," and then. <laughs> It was, it was, you know, the rest from there, dude. Yeah, I, I, I wish I had friends that would do that for me. <laughs> my my uh my intro music's getting freaking old. Yeah, no, I mean that, that's like one thing that like I don't I don't try to just like talk to the kids to like film them, you know. Yeah. Like I I I like I get to know them. We hang out. I give them advice and stuff like that because that's one thing that like some of these kids don't have. They don't have a big brother or or so to say. They just have their strict dad or their strict mom or just their coach, you know, they don't have someone who's, I guess, somewhat been through what they've been through. Yeah. And that, I mean, some of these kids need that because for example, like in this day and age, mental health is a big thing. Uh-huh. Um, some of these kids don't know like, Oh, who can I reach out to talk to? Because some of these kids don't, they don't want to talk to their parents about their problems or what they're going through yes, or something like that. Especially if you're a teenager. Yeah, especially if you're yeah. a teenager. And then, example, if, if you go from teen, teenager to teenager, some you're, some of your friends aren't going to want to hear you out. They're just no. going to think you're, like, they soft or, or they, yeah, they're just going to make a yeah. joke about it. Yeah. And that's why, like, some of the kids that, that I'm cool with now, for example, Sammy Freeman, I, I hit him up frequently. Yeah, I'm so happy for him, dude. Me too, dude. I, I hit him up frequently, like, check in on him, like, how's how's life? How's, how's things up there? Are you doing good? I think you he's going to do really good up there. Yeah, I, I, dude, dude, he's gonna work hard at whatever role they give him. Yeah, and I, I know his role is gonna be rebounding and just being a monster on the glass. Uh-huh. And I, I think, uh, what, uh, who's the other kid that went there? Uh, I just Rob know him by his tw- 
Uh, I just know him by his Twitter name. Um, I always forget his real name. Golly, dude. See, I, I hate doing stuff like this because I feel like I should know. Me too, dude. And shout out his uh, mom because I know his mom's a real... His mom's going at it on Twitter. Yeah, his mom's a real good mom, man. Uh, come I, on, man. I just know him as Treasy. Yeah, Trey. Trey uh, Richardson. Is it Richardson? No, Williams. I think. Williams. Trey Williams. Yeah. Trey, Trey Williams. Williams. I feel like he, they, they, I, they said that on their little travel they did. I did where, where they go, like Italy or something? Yeah, Italy. Yeah, they went to Italy. They said that he's been playing really good. Yeah. I feel like that kid was really slept on. Oh, yeah. I feel like he was really slept on because, I mean, he played with Drive Nation. You were at that game when he dunked on that kid mm-hmm. twice. Yeah, I was there. He dunked on that twice, kid yeah. twice. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. Why'd that guy jump on the second time? Mm. Oh my god! And I, I feel I feel like one of those things that that kind of hurt him more. I mean, it didn't hurt him because I, I feel like he did what was best for him was to go play out of state. Yeah. But playing it with Drive Nation with Avery, Jemias, Drew, Timmy, you know, the dream team, the dream team. Yeah, you're stacked under those names. That's what I. That's what I, uh, that's what I called them when I. I think I was talking to it was either Sean or Vaughn. I was saying like that team that that first team that Drive Nation put on the floor in their first season. Yeah, that's like the dream team. That was every best kid in at, DFW in every at their position. Yeah, I mean he and they they added Tyrese, which at, I feel like was a mistake. And obviously Tyrese knew that because he went back to Houston hoops, but like they they just they just didn't mesh. It, it, and it's like that sometimes, you know. Yeah. You, you put a lot of stars together. There's only one ball. Like, and one thing I want to Sammy Sammy Freeman went. From probably no star to three stars in like like a summer three and a half. or four months. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm talking about his high school. season. Oh yeah, oh yeah, his high school season. That, yeah. that at that state game. Oh yeah, he, I mean, cause he, he he went from something to no, or nothing to something real quick. Cause he 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 took advantage of the, of his situation. He knew what he was coming into coming from Cedar Hill. And he he, he knew, had that bad guy attitude too, yeah, bro. But he when, knew when he would dunk on people. Yeah, he, point at him. He knew the spotlight was there, so he, he he did what he did. He took advantage of it. Yeah, and he he played big in big games. You know, yeah, he, he did. It, it wasn't like he went ghost or dude anything. He was a freaking monster. And and if you saw his his senior year, dude, you saw how much like muscle he added. Yeah, I saw he was working with that CYM coach. Because uh, like, he, he was he was taking everything that he, he didn't have this information. I feel like he didn't have this information when he yeah. was at Cedar Hill about you know people telling you like you need to eat right, you need to like do what you need to do, you need to work out. And I feel like once he came to Northwest and he saw Avery doing it, you know what I mean? Yeah, you, you see, he saw where Avery was going and what he was doing. He saw what it took to to get what you want. Yeah. And I I remember like Sammy went from eating junk food to like having a meal set out at a certain time because he he knew like I need to eat I need to get big I need to work out because he, he that's what that's what I think I, I I feel the difference between some other players he knew what he was going into he knew college ball was the next thing yeah it wasn't no more no more kid bull playing around type shit yeah he knew he had to get big he knew he was going to be physical. So he was trying to get ready for it now. So whenever he went to it, I think he's built for it. Now. Yeah, he's he's built for it now. Yeah, definitely, dude. <laughs> yeah. I remember uh, we were gonna try to do a little video idea with him, and me and him and Jalen, we went to uh, a court over there by Northwest. And dude, I'm a big dude. I'm I'm 300 plus pounds, you know. Yeah. 
And every time he'd take me in the pose, he would beat me up, dude. Yeah, that dude's got some elbows on him. Yeah. One thing about Sammy too that that a lot of people don't know is like he's got a little mid range jump shot that that he yeah. tries to, that he's trying to work on right now, uh-huh. and he's gonna have to have that. Yeah, he'll have to have that on the next level. He's a good kid. He's a good kid. I like. I'm I'm really pulling for him to make it because uh, he 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 got the opportunity he's been wanting. Yeah, and that's all it takes is just one opportunity. Yeah, and I feel like he went into the right situation because I mean Minnesota doesn't have a lot of bigs right now. They're they're not that experienced, and then Sammy's just gonna work. You tell him to do something, he's gonna go do it. I think he'll get. I I, I think he'll get like ten to fifteen minutes a game. Yeah, yeah, and that's good. Uh, so like, oh man, what's what's a good one, dude? What's a good one, dude? Um, so 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 are you, you gonna be covering out there like this year? This, this year, Northwest and stuff. This year, I'm I'm still like in the process of planning it out, but for sure I'm I'm gonna focus a lot more on on my side of town. Yeah, because I mean, PV, all these Dallas kids, like they have slam, they have balls life at every one of their games. I'm gonna be out in South Sulphur Springs. Man. Yeah, it's Sulphur Springs. Yeah, like they they I'm, they. I'm gonna make the drive this year. Like shout out Chad Media because I know he does a lot a lot for that yeah. school. But they like it's Sulphur Springs. You need a he little. Does everything yeah, he does school. everything. He does football, baseball, yeah, volleyball, soccer. I hope you sleep, Chad. Everything, man. But yeah, like but I'm definitely gonna make the drive out. I'm there this I'm year. A, this year. It, like I'm trying to plan it out to where I, I focus on the schools that don't get attention. Yeah. Like ODY, ODY. They're they're they've been trying to build a program for the past two years. Yeah. Definitely want to go check They're them gonna out. They're going to be good again this year. Definitely want to go check them out. Definitely. Shout out, uh, what's his name, Demarcus James? Yeah. Demar- a good coach, man. Good guy, too, as well. Always shows you props and shows you love everywhere you yeah. go. OD Wide, um, LD Bell, going to go back to Birdville. Yeah. You know, because I, I, I know last year, I know last year I, I didn't do any high school whatsoever because uh, the scrimmage right before the regular season, I had my camera. We, it was a Northwest versus Dunbar game. Super hot. Super hot, Jim. Like, I was sweating in the first quarter already. It was barely the first quarter. It was, it was that hot in there. Golly. And then I thought, I thought because, you know, you, your camera, gets when it gets hot, your battery wastes a lot faster. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just like your phone. Your phone, too, yeah. Your phone's shut off. Well, I, I, thought, I thought it was just because it was really hot in there. Well, it was like, it started going to the point where, like, I had to charge my battery, like, Every quarter, I was switching batteries, and I was like, "Yo, something's not right." Fuck? So I, the next day, um, I'm filming the 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 I'm editing the, the film and stuff like that. I go take it to a Canon workshop over there by Northeast Mall, and they tell me they're like, "Oh, dude, you have a you have a malfunctioning part in your in in your in your camera." Nobody ever wants to hear that. Yeah, dude. And I was like, "Oh, dude," and they're like, "Oh, you still have warranty on it?" Blah blah blah. Send it in. I sent it in. First, they tell me I'm going to get it in six weeks. Next thing you know, I, I get it in eight weeks. And I literally get it the last week of district. Yeah. So, at that point, I was like, uh, I'm just going to wait and chill for AAU. And I, and I kind of felt bad, too, because, like, I had, like, kids blowing me up every game day. Like, you coming out? You coming out? Yeah. And I even thought about going back to, like, using my phone. But at that time, like. My wife was pregnant with our second kid. Yeah. I knew I was going to be getting blown up during the games like I always do. About I'm, I'm going to be over here at Horn, too, with that Preston Naaman kid. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Shout out Preston. That's my dude. Floater God. Floater God, yeah. <laughs> 
Floater God and, and, and Dirty P. I call him Dirty P. Uh, yeah, dude. I, 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 I remember that when you told me about your camera. Yeah, that sucks, dude. Yeah, and it, it, it felt, I felt bad because, like, those schools that weren't, that didn't have Timmons or Slam or Ball's Life at, like, they had kids that were showing out. Yeah, and I, I felt like, dude, like, I, I put tweets and stuff out there that there's not a lot of mesquite. I mean, the only mesquite basketball players that that follow me, and I've lived out, I've lived in mesquite my whole life, but the only ones that follow me is like Preston, that other kid, and then there's another kid at Horn that I just found out at about, the point guard. Yeah, that he, dude is good. Yeah, he's good. He slept on too. Yeah, uh, he had a real big like last month of of AAU he ball. He went off at Buffs camp last week. But uh, and then there was another kid that at Mesquite High School. His name was Cody LeBlanc. He he got a full ride to McMur- uh, from McMurray State. Yeah. I I never knew about him. Never knew about any of these kids out here in Mesquite. And uh, but I I put out tweets all the time, like I, and I like hashtag Mesquite, hashtag Mesquite this, Mesquite that. Like send me a schedule, cause I don't I don't know any of these kids out here in Mesquite. Dude, sometimes but, uh, you just gotta pull up on them. Yeah, make them know you. Pretty much, yeah. and that's 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 something that like I tried focusing on too because like I mean, nobody was ever doing games in Brewer. Who's yeah. gonna who's gonna drive out to White Settlement for a basketball game? <laughs> and that's how people started finding out about Cortland Blake and all that, you know. Uh-huh. And um, yeah, you just gotta. I wish I wish I would have gone to Silver Springs two years ago when they Victor had was everybody. There, Michael was there, yeah. and uh, God's gift. And then they had Day Day, and then they had uh, was it Con? Oh uh, yeah, Cameron, Cam, Cam. Uh, I mean, Cam's my Cam, dude. I mean, all all those damn guys. Uh, one 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 of their guys is going to Eastfield. I know that Jordan goes to Richland. I'm gonna drive out to Collin County this year. Oh yeah, definitely, dude. So I'm, 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 I, I I really want to see Mace play, and I want to see uh the uh, oldest PV. Uh, yeah, I, from what I'm hearing, from what I hear, they're supposed to have a. Really good season this season. Yeah, that 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 uh that coach has been there for a long time. Uh, Sagona. Mm-hmm. He uh he he recruited a kid from my high school when I went when I went to Poteet a long time ago. He recruited one of my friends from West Mesquite. I was gonna try out there. Yeah, you that nap so got you, dude. Fell asleep, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Damn, dude. Fell asleep, dude. And be like that sometimes. Those, <laughs> those day naps just catch you, dude. Yeah, I was supposed to go, dude. Yeah, and um, yeah. Uh, who was I gonna do? I, this summer, me and TJ had an idea, or he just had an idea because uh, this summer I went to a, I went to a lot more uh, impact practices than before. Um, yeah. For one, is because like I was just in the area right away, so I just went over there. Where 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 where, where do they practice at? Um, they mainly practice over there in Duncanville at one of the middle schools. Okay. So I was, um, I was coming from, at that time I was working construction and I was coming from work from Dallas. So it was on the way home. And, uh, I wasn't just a video guy for them because I would help out with drills. I would stretch players out, type stuff like that. If it was one odd person missing and they didn't have a partner, I'd do the drill with them type stuff. Well, um... It'd be times where like the team would be on one end, and me and uh, Butters, the 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 stat guy for the team, we'd okay. be on the other end playing like just shooting around and stuff like that. Yeah. 
and like the players would see it they're like oh okay kevin you got you got a shot blah 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 and uh it came out so i was like man play me one-on-one then preston or, or or cam or something and then tj was like you should do like a like a video series where you play these kids one-on-one and um that's what we came up with the idea of buckets with big guy oh okay and, but then I saw uh, I saw Jay Lit did yeah, one with uh, KJ Pruitt, and I was like, yeah. oh, but I, I, I didn't I didn't want to seem like a copycat, but I, but even TJ's like, yo, but we had the idea like way before you put that video out. Yeah. But most people aren't gonna see it that way. But uh, I started thinking, I was like, who who could have had first on? And um, I definitely wanted it to be someone that I guess people forgot about. And Mason reached out to me. Oh really? So I I definitely wanted to do like. Cause it wasn't just gonna be playing them one on one. It was gonna be like an interview slash one on one. Yeah. And I definitely wanted to do Mason first, just you know, talk to him, see what his journey's been like. Because I mean, he was he was at Northwest, went deep in the state. We we lost. They they lost. We I act like I played for the team. You did, dude. <laughs> you wept after it. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, dude. I I was almost. <laughs> I, I I had a couple with, tears run with, down, dude. With, with with Mason's team, dude, you were there the whole season, bro. Yeah, I was there pretty much the whole season. I mean, every, every, like every, the only, every playoff I, game. Yeah, every playoff yeah. game. The only games I didn't go to is whenever they played, like, Saginaw and Boswell. And Mason had a really good game in that state game. Yeah, he did, dude. He, he, I know he had a couple coaches asking him, like, yo, you trying to get out of that letter of intent? Yeah. But he was really stuck on UTA. And unfortunate situation. Scott Cross, man. My, my my guy Cross got fired, yeah. went to TCU, and then and I think that was a surprise to everybody. Yeah, definitely, dude. Because I, he, he, I think he was actually getting talent out to UTA. Yeah, and now they got Snoop. So, and um, Mason, he had to go a different route. He had to leave UTA, went JUCO, and um, Collins a good place to be, real good place to be. And I just feel like. Mason's on one of those guys that like I feel like he should be at a D1 next year Yeah, I feel like he will be at a no D1 question. next year Yeah, because I, I know Mason Mason puts in work he, he's he, he comes from a good family his his mom and dad are real real grounded they, they support him 100% yeah and um, yeah I just wanted to do something with him and then from there on out, just, you know, pick random kids here and there, especially kids. I that, like what you did with the interviews and stuff with those impact. With impact yeah. 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 Yeah, that, that 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 was that was different. Yeah, I mean, I I I mean, TJ's had talks about how how can we put their program out there more through their yeah. through their social media. Yeah, because from what we learned, like we gotta take it easy on the music because because I like my account, I had like, dude, I got hit with that once. It happened like it happened like a month and a half ago. And get it, I haven't posted videos on my dreams to ball Twitter since like. Maybe a like a Chris Harris junior year video, yeah, something like that. I mean, other than that, it's all, it's been all the uh, the the uh, full game recaps, and I got hit with a, a message the other day. It said, uh, "You've been hit with the copyright. copyright, yeah, yeah." But it only it only blocked my account for like five seconds. Yeah, I I remember I had had on the on my original account I had one copyright strike already. Yeah. So whenever they suspended my account, I was like, "Yo, what the hell, dude?" And like, you you couldn't get it back. I, uh-uh. I, I, dude, I was. I'm talking about. I was doing everything. I was googling. I was emailing Twitter, trying to figure out. Next yeah. thing you know, finally, Twitter was like, "Oh, you didn't just get hit with one copyright. You got hit with multiple." And one thing that I messed up on that later on, 
another videographer, IB, shout out IB. He told me that like once your video hits that wall where it's not getting any more likes or retweets, just delete it. Yeah. Because it's it's at that point you're just leaving evidence. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. And um, that's something that I learned how to that I learned how to do because I I was all, I was like what like almost two thousand followers on that on that yeah, account. Were. Yeah. And then boom, that's zero, bro, <laughs> zero, just. And then, you know what's I, cr- I can't imagine having to start my my whole Twitter over to dude. It sucked because it, it I it, wouldn't even want to probably it it, it made me want to quit. It'd be, be gut wrenching. Yeah, yeah. It made me want to quit because like it wasn't it, like the only thing I could think about was like people like us, dude. I've been working on that account for two and a half years, man. So exactly. I mean, and you think about all you went through and everything yeah. you had to deal with, and it's just you have to start over. You have to remind people who you are. And, like, it, it sucked, but, uh, I mean, I just did it. I even made another backup account. Yeah. And um, and that's why this year with the Impact videos, I was posting on, on my account because I didn't want TJ's account to, like, mess up for the team. Yeah. Because I know – because uh, the one thing that really hurt me is as far as, like, just a local video guy that doesn't have a platform, yeah. I had a lot of coaches following me on that account. Yeah. And it wasn't just, like – the, the BS coaches, like the grad assistants. It wasn't them. It was the assistant coaches, like the main guys, yeah. who, like the top recruiter guy for, for the program. Yep. And um, that's what hurt me. And like I'm just now getting those coaches back on board on my yeah. account. Yeah, that sucks, dude. But, yeah, me and TJ had this plan about this year being more, like, interactive type stuff and on their account. So, just it was you didn't just know Emo by his highlights, you know, or Makai by his highlights. Like I didn't know Makai wanted to go into the metal medical field, and we interviewed him. Dude, and, he is so good. Oh yeah, he's he he blew up, dude. He blew yeah, up. Yeah, he he's good. He man. went he went into that last live period with zero offers, and now he's like at he was like I think last was like at thirteen or fifteen, and just released his top got, five just now. Got a couple Ivies too. Yeah, he's a smart kid, dude. Smart yeah. kid. Has a good head on his shoulders. Has a good family around him. He but and he's the, gonna be the guy this year out of first goal. Oh yeah. Yeah, he 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 kind of reminds me of Kawhi, dude, because like I remember we were in Arkansas. He did like this. He had this kid backed up, spun on him, and then just drove and just just yammed it two hands. Came down, no facial expression. He tried no, to dunk on a couple people the one game I was out there. No reaction, just just came down faceless, just and just ran back on defense. Yeah. And that, that I, I like that about him because I mean most people see that and they're like, Oh, this kid ain't gonna do nothing. Next thing you know, he's spinning baseline on you, dunking on you. Yeah. And he's he's also really good at, at the other aspects of his game. Like he can handle the ball, he can drive, he can shoot it. He makes really good decisions passing on the yeah, pick and he roll. He shoots the ball pretty well. And he works, bro. He works. He works. He works real hard. He also has a little brother too. That's, little brother, that's, that's, yeah. that's kinda of good too. Yeah, I see him on Facebook. His dad posts all the time. Uh, one one thing that you said about like uh, playing one on one against other players and stuff. Uh, Sean brought up that tweet that uh, I think Charles tweeted it like maybe two and a half years ago on Hoop Hoop DFW about uh like a media game, like a media guys game. Do you remember that tweet? I'm still waiting for that. And uh, I want it to go down. Dude, that would be so cool. <laughs> Honestly, like, out of all the video guys that are out here right now, 
the only ones I see doing like some crazy like moves or anything is probably Brandon because I, I see that he's got hops. Yeah, probably Michael, yeah. Yeah, and probably Michael because he's Mike just stays in shape. Yeah, dude, the dude works out for, for no reason, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I see him running at the park all the time, and yeah. I'm just like, dude, you look yeah. good, dude. Like, chill yeah. out. Yeah. But it's like, as far as everyone else, like, I just, I just want to go out there and have fun with those guys, you know? Yeah, it'd be pretty cool to get out there with everybody. Because, I mean, all, every, the only time we see each other And, and is, it's not like one of these guys that might hear this podcast can't get a gym yeah, and do it. I know they can. They I just, mean, you, you, you need probably 10 guys on both teams – DFW's got more than enough media, media guys to yeah. fill that up. <laughs> um, we can let uh, we can let Paul coach one team, Buff coach the other. <laughs> yeah. But Buff can coach the other. Uh, Jabari can uh, interview us after the game, and his uh, wife could film it. Yeah, and Brad could film it. I'm I'm not sure if Brad got game or anything. I'm not sure, man. I heard he's got weak ankles. <laughs> I mean, all he wears is low top, so. <laughs> the fly nets, too, yeah. man, so they give out easy. But, no, I mean, I, I want it to happen just, just to just to have fun, you know? Yeah, it'd be, be like one of those little, like, fun fun things to do. And with maybe it could be like a fundraiser. That, too. I mean, if, I, if, I, if I'm going to envision it, it could happen at Duncanville. It could be some type of fundraiser. And think about the kids that we could bring out to that, too, probably. Oh yeah, because they're That'd definitely be a good event. They're definitely going to want to see. They, they'd love to see their whoever's scouting them or coaching them or, or whoever exposure camp yeah. they're going to. Yeah, he, he, they'll definitely they'll go crazy. Yeah, I know. I know my Northwest dudes would be out there for me. Yeah, that 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 would that would be bad, dude. That'd be fun. That definitely needs to happen. But I guess politics or something. I don't know. Maybe don't, somebody wants. I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I really don't know what it is, man. But it it. it It'd be a lot of fun, um, but I'd have to I'd have to ice my ankle a little bit. I'd have to be back to one hundred percent because I'd definitely want to play in that. So, I I just need a solid like four minutes at a time, and I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'll give you I'll give you the best four you minutes. You hooping at TCU, right? Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Um, I had a friend. Um, this past year, or yeah, it's been a year already. We had a friend. Um, me and my friend Nate out of Halton. We had a he well he was friends with him first and then I I came along and met everybody. We had a friend who uh, committed suicide last year, and um, a lot of my friends were lost. They like, Holy shit. yeah, because because it, it was serious because like if if you, like any pretty much ninety nine percent of the people who commit suicide you think they're happy, and that was that was the the case yeah, we had. They put out yeah, and that's the case that we had with this friend because um, the group that 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 group of friends that he was with. They were traveling the world, dude. They were they like they had just got back from Beijing. Yeah. Um, they were just planning a trip to I think New Zealand or something like that, or something or Hong Kong or something. Yeah. And um, one night he just he he texted a whole bunch of our friends like I just can't do this anymore. And the next you know the next the next day we all find out he had shot himself in the head. And a lot of my friends were lost. And um, I had my friend Nate was at the at the very edge of like leaving the partying, leaving all that like behind the scenes stuff behind and like finding new light. And he, um, he started, he was the one that started going to church out of all of us, mm-hmm. like really, really going to church out of all of us. And next thing you know, he met, uh, a, a, a grad student from TCU that used to play. He played with their NIT championship team. Uh, okay. and, uh, 
they he invited me to his church out of Fort Worth um, called The House, and they created a, a life group. And it, the life group, they would meet up every, like, Wednesday or Thursday, and they would have conversations. They would let things out on the table. Well, a common, a common mutual interest between everybody was basketball. Yeah. Well, his name is Kavar. Kavar had access to the practice the TCU practice gym every, I think it was every Thursday or Monday that we were going. Yeah. And we would go hoop two, three hours. And at the very end, we'd talk about God. We'd talk about life. And we'd let things out, be spiritual, let things out on the table and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, I was out there hooping with them. And I'm, like, the next biggest guy to everybody. So I'm over there guarding 6'10 Kavar. (laughs) But, I mean, it was fun. It was fun. Uh, Sorry about your friend. That's terrible. Yeah, I know. And that's, that's another thing, dude. Like, check up on your people all the time. Yeah, that's terrible. Because especially like in now when you're, uh, I would say to to the seniors and stuff like that, some seniors aren't going to have the season they want, and for some kids like that's it, you know. As soon yeah. as as soon as that that last whistle of of high school basketball is over, some of them have to face reality and and go get a job or go start their life. Most of these kids aren't going to D one, a D two. Or JUCO even, you know? Yeah. And this is all they've known for the past, seriously, for the past, like, six years, you know? Yeah. And it's a hard transition whenever you get out. Definitely. Because, I mean, I, I was that way. I didn't get to play my senior year because I had my, my mess-ups and my my missteps and stuff like that. And I was I was one of those kids that was lost. I, I really did not figure it out for a while. And um, I, 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 I love this video and photo stuff so much that I wish I would have picked it up when I was, like, 17. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And because that's because I'm so far behind. Yeah. You see kids like Jay Lit, he's barely about to be a senior in high school and this kid Yeah, he's a, he's he's blown up. Yeah, dude, he's, yeah. he's he's great, dude. He's great. But uh like I mean, I see like like I I went to school. I went to school for a year and a half at Collin County. And one one whole year was for audio engineering. Me me me, me and three of my friends we made two rap albums when we were in high school. <laughs> dude, if those ever surface. <laughs> and, dude, I, I don't mind letting you hear it. Dude, I, I but I, I had a I had a home studio. Hey, speaking uh, of of kids who can rap, shout out um Caleb Jordan and Caden Archie because uh, they have some rap songs out there. Oh, really? And I mean, they're all right. Yeah. Dude, I I, I personally like when when I went like I, I really thought I was gonna have a career in audio engineering, like I, I like love a, like I a love, producer. No, like uh, like uh, run running like a one of the big boards, like mixing and mastering. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, cause I love being around like technology and stuff, and that just like blew my mind. I, I went to the uh, the uh, to the sound lab in Las Colinas. It's a huge uh, studio slash schools. And uh, I had one. I had a friend that went there, and uh, he, my other buddy used to record with him there. And he would bring us into like a studio A, is like the studio with the big board, and you can record like tons of people in there. You record pianos, guitars over here, and all that the stuff. The whole but setup, it's just like crazy. But I ended up going to Collin County for that, and uh. And while I was doing that, I, I, I was still making music. I, I used to rap at my house and stuff, and I uh, I stopped making music when I was, like, 20. 
just cause like uh, like I didn't have no money. Yeah, I didn't have a job or nothing. And uh, probably nineteen or twenty. Yeah, and I sold everything, and I just I I didn't have nothing else to write about. I, I ran out of ideas, and uh, the last song I wrote about, the last song I wrote was for my friends. One of uh, there was a kid named Nick Gallagher that went to Poti. He graduated the year after me. He went to SFA. He was friends with a lot of my friends. I I honestly didn't. I I knew of him, but I wasn't like really fond of him. I didn't. I didn't. I had never talked to him or anything. But he died from alcohol poisoning at SFA at a party. Mm. Like it was too late. Like they like just didn't get him to the hospital fast enough. Yeah. And uh, I wrote that song in 10 minutes without a beat. And it, it was back in a day when I I used to drink a lot of Monsters. I used to drink. Mo- Monster was like my go-to, dude. I would yeah. drink a Monster like every day. One of the big ones with the screw top. <laughs> Dang. And, yeah, dude. And like I, I have I have ADHD. So sugar, my mom always told me like if I feel like I don't have any energy, you don't need sugar, you need protein. Protein, yeah. So like sugar put me in like a, a, it put me down. Like, like it made me feel like, like sad, bad, like at the same time. Cause you had so an, like, you had an imbalance in your body. Yeah, dude. So like when I, when I would, and I, that night I remember drinking a monster, dude. I was at, I was at Waffle House with my friends when they found out. And that night I wrote that song, found a beat. The next day I recorded it and, uh, they gave it to his parents, and uh, when I went to his wake, they uh, man, I, I remember his mom coming up to me, hugging me and crying and telling me that that song was like that kept her sane. Not just so, man. At least she did that for her, man. Yeah, it, it, was, it was that was like the most touching thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, that was wild, but it was supposed to be. <sighs> That that song was supposed to be played at his funeral, but whatever, I put it on a. You remember when you had to burn CDs yeah. and stuff? Like a there, there was a CDR and then a CDRW. Yeah. Well, the CD player that they had didn't play CDRWs, so it wouldn't play. So it, when they tried to play it, it was like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, dude! Like, what if that would have like. Like, hey, what if that would have made me big or something, dude? I don't know, dude. But it, I mean, it, it was really cool. I mean, uh, I mean, that 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 was probably the most touching moment in my music career. Uh, I, I made like thirty-two songs, dude. Damn, dude, you're out here. I I love my music, dude. I still I I have all my music on my phone still till today. <laughs> I still listen to it in my car. I love it, dude. But I I mean I I I. I I got out of that and I went to go work at Bank of America and then thought I was too good for that. I was doing really good. I was 20 years old. I thought I was too good. Went back to school. That was the worst mistake I've ever made in my life. I I think school is for some people. Yeah. School is definitely for some people. Yeah. It wasn't for me just because, like, I had to take out loans to go. Yeah. And $10,000 loan took me eight years to pay back. And I mean, there's people that go to school all the time. That are, I mean, there's people that are working big jobs that are still paying loans back. I think it's so stupid, dude. 
Because yeah. school school definitely wasn't for me, dude. Yeah, and it's not for it's not for most people. Yeah, some, like for example, some like, of, especially if I would have got into this camera stuff back then, like school would not even have been a thought. Been a to thought, me. yeah. But most like that's that's how it is for most of these kids. The only reason they go to school is for basketball. Yeah, and and, and that's where I'm at with these kids these days that are, uh, like, R.J. Hampton just made the big move. Lamelo La Ball, um, uh, uh, Armstrong. I think his name Terry Armstrong. He went to like Bella Vista Prep. Uh, he was supposed to go to Arizona, I think, mm-hmm. but he he went overseas too. Mm. I think it was Terry. Is it? Is it? But his last name is Armstrong. Armstrong right? yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He had the blonde tips. Blonde tips. Yeah. yeah. Um, why? Why go to school? Like. What's the point? What's the point? And that, that's one thing. Like Zion Williamson, I was telling my friend the other night, we were playing Call of Duty, man. We were really into it. Zion Williamson could probably have multi-millions on the table when he was out of high school. Mm-hmm. That dude is, is going to be a marketing that, – that, that dude's going to be marketable for the rest of his life. I know, I know, I know. There's a couple of people that are iffy on him now because of him getting hurt off of just little small things. Yeah, yeah. But if yeah, if, if coming out of high school, if he would have taken advantage of that, you'd be a, a paid man right now. Yeah, and I mean now he's paid, but but like if if it's me, like, and I'm 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 projected to be a top fifteen pick in the next year's draft. I don't think college would be on my mind. No, I would not want to go to school and do work. Like why do that when your when your number one goal is to get to the next level? Just do what Mitchell Robinson did. Yeah, and train. Because you're gonna have an agent. He's gonna pay for that. He's gonna put you up somewhere. Yeah, and it's def- it's definitely a right situation for you if if it is the right situation for you. Yeah, you know, because some people are gonna want to do it because they need the money. Some people are doing it because college is a waste. Because for me, RJ. College definitely would have been a waste for him. Yeah. I mean, think about it. This this kid's a, a bucket, dude. He's, He's been monster. averaging 30 in high school since his freshman year. Dude. He had nothing left to prove in high school. I went to the Timberview game when they lost to Timberview. I mean, if they would have had Trey White that last year, oh. probably, they probably would have beat Timberview, dude. I hate to say that because I love those kids. Those are really good kids, and that coach is a hell of a coach. But they, they only beat – they only beat – Little Elm by like eight points, and RJ. I mean, yeah, that's that's an unfortunate situation for yeah. Little Elm losing Trey White like that. Yeah, I don't know the reasons or anything, but like, I think his I think somebody said like his dad got a job up there. Or yeah, I mean, yeah, if if they would have had Trey White, I Little Elm definitely would have been a, a like a huge huge state contender. Yeah, because I mean. Without Trey White, the only person you need to focus on is is RJ when it comes to scoring. They they. They kind of had no big man without Trey White. I mean, I think they had they had a they had a big man, but he was like maybe five ten, five eleven, kind of stocky. I think he was a football player. Uh, but I don't know, man. They, I, but uh, I think ESPN said that they're gonna cover games out there now because Lamelo's out there. Lamelo's out there. RJ's out there. And you you know if if that comes on TV, I mean that's gonna be huge. Huge, yeah. And then, yeah, the viewership out there. Yeah, it's got to be like the right situation, and you got to have the right people around you. Like for example, RJ, he has a great dad. His oh, yeah. his mom is a great person. I, I've I've had a conversation with his mom. Yeah, his mom's a really good person. His She's dad's a re- really cool. Dude. Yeah, his dad's hilarious, dude. <laughs> yeah. 
I I wouldn't be surprised if his dad alone gets his own TV like or like some kind of like Facebook web series or yeah some kind of little web series like we 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 need the Hamptons over the Newmans I think we need the Hamptons over the balls honestly dude he's to me to me RJ's dad's way funnier than Lavar yeah Lavar just says crazy stuff to like get attention yeah RJ's dad tells you the real the real the real deal and he's just funny and he has a background in basketball for yeah. real yeah and he. I mean, he. I think he he played at SMU. I think he had a little pro career too. Yeah, he didn't average no two points at some college that nobody knows about. No, I don't think so. And I heard that his little brother is gonna be. He's gonna be a bucket too. He probably will be. Some people are saying that he might be bigger than RJ when by the time he gets to his age. We'll have to see. I mean, you see him now. He's pretty young, but he's yeah, he's tall. He's tall and lanky too, dude. Yeah. But yeah, like it, it just has to be the right situation. You have the you gotta have the right people around. You can't have people in your head telling you like, go do this, go do that. And RJ's definitely a kid who has like the, the right head on his shoulders. He has the right people around him. Multi million dollar shoe deal already. Bro. Yeah, he's got the right people around him to keep him keep him grounded, keep him focused. Because you gotta remember, RJ he's he's a young man, but he's still technically a kid. Yeah. And then uh, he's just gonna have to grow up. Like he, here, he's already more grown than than most kids his age. Definitely. But if he wants to be successful for a long time, he's gonna realize that you're not a kid no more, dude. You're you're a pro. Yep. You're and he he put himself around a lot of pros this summer. Yeah, and that definitely helped him a lot. Uh, and that's what kids like the kids that are going to college now. That's definitely what they need to do. They need did, to. I think he did a lot of workouts with Monte Ellis. Mm-hmm. He, yeah, that's who it. is who is. I don't know why he's still not in the NBA. Yeah, dude's crazy. If 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 Lou Williams is still there, I mean, I don't think there's any reason for Monte not to be there. And the way Joe Johnson is playing in the Big Three, yeah, like, jo- why is he not in that's the NBA unfair. anymore? That's unfair. Honestly, Joe Johnson in the Big Three is dude, unfair. Uh, yeah, he's a cheat code. I mean, he he he's just making those guys look so stupid. Yeah, there's there's plenty of young guys right now that are in the NBA. That Joe Johnson could easily take their spot, but I don't know why he's not there. For Maybe him. it's just because he was ready to retire. I don't know. I don't know. I know I, what it seems like. A lot of these NBA teams, they really bank on potential now. Yeah, they're not really like they. They rather have the potential over the guy that's proven, and you know you can put him out there. and You know he's going to do something. Now it just seems like coaches want the guy that they they want to see what he can do. See if they can. If so, they, what's your thoughts on Carmelo, dude? Honestly, dude, <laughs> I, as soon as you said that, I just started laughing about that that meme that I saw on I saw a meme on Facebook that said uh, Carmelo Anthony just needs to go ahead and get a CDL. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, it's unfortunate because I mean, it does seem like now in the state that the NBA is in, it does seem like veterans. They it seems like they get pushed out way faster now. Yeah, and like. And especially if you're if you're not a vet, like for example, Melo Melo's an offensive guy. Yeah, you're he's not, never been. A yeah, and if, and if he does play D, it might be like here and there, you know. Yeah, and it just, I honestly think he should be on a team, but he's he, definitely like like he said, he's definitely better than that fifteenth man on that roster. Oh yeah, definitely. definitely. But he, he what he needs to do is let that ego go. Yeah, and I think you're not you're I, not a a starter who's fixing to play 35, 40 minutes, you know? Yeah. You're more, you're now more or less of a role guy, but oh, that, yeah. that you could get it like easily, like some, some, like some good minutes, 20, yeah. 25 minutes. 
but he just has to accept that role and go to the, the right situation. We're, 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 for a guy like him, he just needs to go to the right situation. Yeah. They need a guy that, that goes down that that they really can't find no one else for type stuff, you know? For example, like Dwight it was an afterthought for the Lakers. Now Boogie tears his ACL. Now they want to interview him, you yeah. know? <laughs> that's that's literally what has to happen for Melo. He's he's trying to force his way in with that's uh that's that's uh are the Lakers your team this year? Wherever LeBron goes, I go. <laughs> I'm like that Nike commercial dude where LeBron's running on the beach. I'm surprised you don't see me there behind him, <laughs> running with him. Wherever he goes, I if he goes if he goes to New Zealand, you be front and center on Christmas Day. Uh, yeah, definitely, dude. I don't care it's what. It'll be a good game. Screw the presents. Y'all can I'm, wait. I'm interested. I'm really interested to see what teams do against the Clippers because of Patrick Beverly, Kawhi Leonard, and Paul George. Montrez Harrell, I think, is going to be a freaking monster this year. Yeah, he's been um, killing it at the Rico Hines runs and yeah, stuff like that. He's the Drew League, too. But, uh, I mean, defensive-wise, I'm, I'm, I'm just interested to see how, 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 how much points will people score against the Clippers. Dude? I think it's going to be, like, back whenever the Pistons were killing shit. Yeah. I think it's going to be one of those things where, like, you're going to want to watch the game to see if the team can score 100 on them. Yeah. And that's the only reason you're going to watch the game. Yeah. Because, I mean, to me, I don't see... A team offered Patrick Beverly 10... They offered him 50. He took 40 from the Clippers. Honestly, as, as soon as I saw Patrick resign, yeah, I knew shit was going to go down, dude. I knew something was going to go Did down. Did you see that video of... Uh... Cause I heard he was connected to Dallas for a minute. Yeah, he was. And then that was it, like Dallas is number one. Yeah, and then it just w- went away. And as soon as it went yeah. away, I was like, ah, uh, some something is happening for him to stay where he's at. Yeah, and it was Kawhi. Because I mean, at, at that point, the only thing you were staying for is Lou Will and Montrezl Harrell. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then next thing uh, you know, like you, I, I saw, I saw Patrick Beverly, and uh, maybe Lou Williams go up to like. Uh, Anthony Davis, LeBron, and uh, right when the right it was Kuzma. The, that was the, the the same night that that trade had happened, right? Yeah, and and like they they, they shook each other's hands, but Patrick Beverly didn't look at yeah, one no, of them. He said no talking. <laughs> he said no talking. <laughs> that dude, that dude's crazy, man. He said no talking. I, I, I love his energy though. I love it. Yeah, that's that's definitely a guy you want on your team, dude. It's definitely, he, he has like a, that, that's he, how he has like an old school mentality. That, man. That's how I am, dude. I I've always been like. If like, <laughs> I, that's how I don't get some of these kids nowadays. Like I get it, y'all are friends, blah blah blah. Y'all yeah. play, y'all played on the same AU team, blah blah blah. This and that. But the moment that I, it's game day, and I'm going to the gym, I'm not talking to nobody. I'm not shaking no one. It's like team. everybody la- uh, last weekend during a uh, Buffs uh, camp, that All Star game. Uh, everybody was asking. Uh, Hayden Brittingham was on one team. Mike Miles was on the other. And Mike Miles was exposing him. <laughs> and everybody yeah, was like, I thought y'all were friends. Nah, ain't no, <laughs> yeah, ain't no friends between the lines, dude. I don't uh, I don't care if we grew up playing with the Titans together funny, for so dude. many years. I'm busting your ass. Yeah, it's funny. Like, did you see the, the video of the Little League World Series? Nah. The kid, the kid, there's a kid on the mound pitching, right? Threw the ball. The dude hammers it yeah. front, front on him. Home run. Dings yeah. it out of the park. The pitcher goes to him as he's going to first base and taps him up. <laughs> what? No, bro. Well, I I I, I saw uh, I saw a video like that where the pitcher struck his friend out and he went his uh 
He went and like hugged his friend or something. Nah. Something like that. No, nah, I'm not doing that. Not, not during the game. <laughs> not during the game. I'll catch you maybe two hours after the game and be like, hey, sorry, bud. Yeah, it's like uh, but I'm not dapping you Pettis up. Pettis last night, he said he would, uh, he was down to smoke some weed with uh, Nate Diaz after the fight, <laughs> but not before. <laughs> yeah, not before. I wouldn't be surprised if they did afterwards, honestly, too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I saw a picture. I saw a picture on Twitter this morning of Anthony Pettis's ankle. Yeah, it was messed up. Did you up, see that? He it was like from up. a head kick. Yeah, I seen that. I, I saw him whenever he was walking out of the ring. You, you could barely walk. Oh, really? You could barely walk coming that. out of the ring. I left right after that. I, I honestly don't even know if he put his, his slide on. Because that's how, like that's how messed up his foot was. His whole thing was messed up. Man, the, the those shoelaces remind me of those bracelets. Remember those bracelets that you like? Uh, they're kind of made out of like fabric like that. But they oh, have like yeah. black and orange spots in yeah, them. Yeah, the ones that all the kids are putting on their ankles now. Yeah, let's not talk about that. No, let's talk about that, dude. I really want to know, like, why so many, like, guys put anklets on now. Especially you, like, hoopers in, in high school right now. Because, dude, back in my time, that'd be considered fruity. I mean, I don't know. It's just weird. Especially, with, like, the whole high shorts thing. Yeah, man, I, I just, I don't, I don't understand it. I don't understand the high shorts. But like I guess that. every generation has their own fad. Uh, the high shorts, the... Like rolling up like one one leg sleeve like I don't understand it I don't understand it I mean I don't think there was any guys back in my day when I was playing high school ball that wore like tights Mm-mm. I didn't even know what tights were back in my uh-uh. day I was like one of like two kids on my team that wore tights everybody else still wore like their boxers and stuff like that yeah I was wearing boxers when I played I could I couldn't do that because I was still pretty big in high school it was like. If I wore boxers in high school, I dude, I was getting a rash by the by halftime. <laughs> it was done though, dude. I mean, I I, I double socked it. That was about it. Yeah, I double socked it too. Uh, I don't. I don't know. It's just I guess every generation has their own fad, dude. Definitely, definitely. I remember. I remember in high school, kids used to fight for the biggest shorts. My nephew rolls his shorts up, and me and my brother look at him like, "What? That's, are you cr- doing? that's crazy to think to me that." My whenever, nephew's 13. Whenever I was in high school, kids were fighting. Oh, give me the large. I want the large. Now it's like, yeah. I, don't, I want the mediums. I want the mediums. <laughs> and it's just crazy. Like, I, I've seen a couple couple little arguments go down uh, at the hotels with, with impact and short sizes. That's crazy. And I'm just like, dude, just put it on, bro. That's crazy, dude. It's I, fun, though. I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I've never understood the Because, they, I mean, that, that had to start from ladies. And then it just like went to the guys. It definitely started from girls basketball. I I don't know how it translated over to guys, but it, it definitely started from girls basketball. Because yeah. if you look at girls uniforms, they're always all big. Yeah. Nobody wants to make them like their size because they think it's too scandalous type thing. Yeah. But it definitely started from girls basketball. Yeah. I I I thought they uh I thought the referees would get onto you now about it too. I think they stopped caring because kids. They're just like they're just like parents, you know. They're most of the, most of the referees are parents. Once you tell a kid so many times, they don't listen. They just give up. Yeah, and that's really it's, it's kind of like the uh, like tucking your jersey back in type thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's crazy how times change. Dude. What are the Saints gonna do this year, man? Um. Well, we should be back to back champions, Super Bowl champions. We should be. We should be having a dynasty going on right now, but we got robbed by refs and unfortunate calls. I saw a video 
on Twitter of like the last five years of the Saints. And it was like all this like terrible, like bad, like unfortunate events. Yes. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. But I think, I think I, my prediction this year for us is 13 and three again. Yeah. I can see us going deep again, but it just, again, it's just, Depends on what happens with events and stuff like that. That that one last year, dude, that that was like a pass interference, clearly, right? Yeah, because all right, here's like if anybody and they're like going to court for that right now. Anybody who knows the game of football would have clearly seen that call would have been made. Yeah, we would have got the pass interference call. As smart as Sean Payton is in the game situation, he would have been like, "Oh, we don't have much time left. We're gonna get this pass interference call. Run the clock down." Kick the field goal, barely any time. Game's over. We win. That's what would have happened. Yeah. But it didn't happen. And then, boom, it just went the way it went. I, I saw a report like two weeks ago that uh, the the judge in Louisiana asked for Roger Goodell and those three referees to come in. I but I, I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, it, probably it, it can't overturn anything. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I think it's more the betters that are mad about it. Mm-hmm. And they definitely, from what I've seen preseason this year, they they're they're really focusing on that call because it's being called both ways now. Yeah. This 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 preseason, what I've noticed, I've seen a lot of offensive pass interference calls being called, and it's a good thing and it's also a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Everything has its pros and cons, but I mean, hopefully this year the cards fall in our hands the right way. Because what do you think the Browns are gonna do, dude? I think they're going to be good, dude. I think they're going to be good, but also think they have a really good chance of being mediocre. Yeah. Because I feel like they're they're going to be like, remember when the Eagles got Vic and everybody and they called themselves the dream team? Yeah. It could be one of those things where like the first couple games don't go their way and then everybody loses it mentally. Yeah. And that's what could happen, especially with those guys, because everybody over there is young. Uh, yeah, real young. But I mean, you got guys like Baker and Odell that are they're real fiery and they, they'll, they'll bring the competitor out in you. But um, I think they have a real chance to be real good. It just depends on if egos don't get in the way, coaches' egos don't get in the way. Because from what I hear, like, the coaching staff thought it was going to be somebody else hired. But then they hired the guy that was being favorited by by Baker, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It, it just Everything just has to fall in the right mm-hmm. pieces, you know, right place. But I feel like this season, this NFL season is definitely going to be one I'm to watch ready, for. I'm ready for the NFL. I, I can't. I don't know your take on preseason football, but it is so oh, garbage. Yeah, I don't watch to the third or fourth game. I pre like preseason football. To me, is kind of like baseball season. Mm-hmm. You don't watch till the end. I don't watch till playoffs. Yeah, baseball, 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 baseball. I don't keep up with it. I'm a huge Red Sox fan, but I don't. I don't. I really don't check in. I check in maybe three times during the season, yeah. and then again, I don't. I don't start following till like September, late September. Yeah, it's right before the playoffs. Too long. Way too long, and, dude. I think preseason football, it's like I was telling a guy the other day, you got guys that are coaching for God knows how many years they've been coaching. You got scouts, God knows how long they've been scouts. But, like, it, to me, it's like tryouts or tryouts. Like, you're you're either good enough to play or you're not. You're not, yeah. And you have enough guys on your coaching staff that should be able to tell that. Right away. So, like, why do you need to play these games? It's a waste. But... I guess it's to me. I guess it's also to fill out the back end of their organization, like the practice squad. I feel like they could do that, though. Yeah, I feel like they should be able to do that if you're a professional. Yeah, 
Especially, yeah. I mean, with a lot of these dudes, all you really need is an eye test, really. Yeah. Yeah. They should. I mean, you, you obviously already know going into the season who's going to start and who's not. So now you're already looking at the second team. I and mean, it should there. be that easy. It should mm-hmm. be that hard. You're right. You're right. Because, I mean, the only guys you really have eyes on are the, like the rookies and every everybody else that you brought in from other organizations. Yeah. Everybody else, you should already know what they're going to do. But then there's also those guys that take, like, real big steps back, like veterans. There's some veterans that, especially like your linemen. Man, Albert Hainsworth, dude. Yeah. You have yeah. guys like that you have to go you have to watch out for. Saw he was in the uh, hospital. Have like, you seen the new the new episode of Hard Knocks? Have you watched Hard Knocks at all? No, I don't have HBO. I neither do I, but I will find a way, dude. <laughs> I Google something. Oh, really? Like that first episode, I don't know. I can't remember how I watched it, but I watched it. I've been trying to find the second one, haven't been able to. Oh dude, I uh I watched Last Chance You for the first time. Really? I I watched dude. it since I I've been watching that since the beginning. The the I I started on the fourth season that just came out. I watched it in two days. Yeah, that's how it was. Every dude. episode, it yeah that that was one of the craziest coaches I've ever seen in my life. And it's dude. it's it's messed. I, I like it. Yeah, it's messed up how much flack he gets for how he is, and I'm just like, that's normal. Yeah, do you think it's gonna be different anywhere else? No, dude. That's that's pretty. That's. Across the U.S., that's how it is probably like at 90% of the schools. Yeah, and I, I was telling a guy that I work or a guy that comes into my job and eats and stuff, I was telling him, like, you you have to think about, like, when when an offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator makes a bad play for Alabama and you see Nick Saban throw his headset on the ground and walk over to the guy and just chew his ass out. He's probably talking to him just like that guy did. Yeah, yeah, and and, and God knows what's coming out of his and, mouth. And he said he said it perfectly. Uh, what's his name, Coach Brown or something like Coach that? Brown. The only reason it, it he gets so much like shit for it is because he has cameras on him all the time. Yeah, all the time. Like yeah, and of course, of course, Netflix is gonna put that out because you know that's gonna get you yeah, to watch. Sales, yeah, but that, that's how it is at at every school. Any. That at guy, any that 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 coach was well connected too yeah, with a that, lot of D one yeah yeah and that's how it is at any level too like he was at a, at a JUCO at one of the top conferences at a, in the in JUCO nation but like that's there's a coach like that in an NIA that's talking to a kid like that right now you yeah, know what I mean because they want him to get to the next level yeah and those kids you know I couldn't blame him like a lot of those kids were messing up repeatedly. Repeatedly, and and that's what sucks, because that's where one thing I felt that he fucked up on. My bad. I don't know if I can say that. You're good. Um, he <laughs> he'd really like he had a hard time connecting with those kids. He understood where they came from, but he didn't yeah. really connect with them. Yeah, and that's why I felt like he couldn't save some of those kids. But he, I mean, that's how it is everywhere. That's how yeah. any program around the nation is being ran. You're gonna have those kids that can't stop smoking weed. Yeah, exactly. You're gonna, you're gonna have those kids who can't go to class or don't want to go to class. And they're big time players. And they're big time players. Yeah. And, and then that that kid that was the wide receiver, he ain't doing nothing. Oh, the one from Dallas, King. Yeah, dude, he I messed don't think up, he's doing dude. Anything. 
he, I, he's, and, and he's he, probably down the road from us right now, chilling he, in the hood. He 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 went through a lot of injuries too. Yeah, I saw, uh, dude. I mean, he, he he was getting he was getting recruited by everybody, by dude. Tech and everybody. Yeah. He would have been a great fit at Tech, mm-hmm. but he he don't want to go to class. Didn't want to go and to class. His, I think after the uh, after it was filmed, his mom ended up passing, passing away. away. Yeah, I think yeah. so too. Yeah, and that sucks, dude. Because I mean, and and. At that point, that that was when he dropped out of school, so he's not even qualified to go to a D one. D one anymore, yeah, because so. he ran out of eligibility. I mean, and that sucks because like, but that's also on the kid too, because yeah. you gotta that what that kid never understood is that this coach is is trying to help me take me out of the situation, and he thinks that just by win, winning a couple games, having a couple good games, that that was enough. Yeah, to satisfy the coach. No, dude, you still have to make your grades. You still have to go to class. You still have to act like an upright citizen. And that's another thing. Like, uh, I think we said something like this earlier. Like, maybe he thought he was just – he's he's just too good. Like, maybe yeah. he just – he felt, I'm, I'm too good. I can do whatever I want because I got talent. Yeah, and it, it, don't, it don't work that <laughs> yeah, way. it don't work like that. Because you can have all the talent in the world. There's, there's some coaches that will pick the guy next to you because he's just working harder than you. Or he's got the grades and he can make it. Yeah, that too. Because I mean, yeah. your athleticism and your and just your talent alone and stuff like that it can it can only take you so far. Yeah, you still got to do everything else that's asked of you, and that's why the coaches now they say use basketball, don't let basketball use you. Yeah, he was letting football use him. He wasn't using football to his advantage, and that's yeah. that, and that's what sucks, dude. That's what sucks with some of these kids because. For for them, that's all they have. Yeah, and 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 I think that was all he had. That has that's definitely all he had. And I mean that. that <laughs> he right he even there, said it. He even said it. Like yeah, he, he was while he was to, in high school, he was selling drugs and everything to try to get by. Yeah, and for all we know, that's that's probably what he's doing right now to, I, uh, to get by since he's back there. My father in law, my father in law grew up over there off of like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X, and uh, he he started. He started driving himself to school when he was like 13 or 14. Yeah, I had to drive myself to school when I was 15. He, that's when my dad passed away. Take, take, taking his brother to school. They they both went to different schools. And uh, like selling, like doing newspaper runs and stuff to get money. And uh, he's kind of been on his own since he was 16, I think. And uh, but I mean, he. He 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 knows all those apartments that are in those that are in Last yeah, Chance you where yeah. he's there he's shown at, and he's like man a lot of those places they're like like no trespassing now like they're all vacant. Yeah, I'm really interesting how the next uh, Last Chance you is gonna be like because everyone talks about the coach and this and that. Yeah, how are people gonna feel whenever they go to Cali? Because in Cali, their their dorm rooms aren't paid for. That some of these kids have to live like off campus, or all these kids have to live off campus. Yeah, I wonder if they're actually going to show the kids. What well, have they already said? Where the next? One's I think it's called be? it's called Laney somewhere in, in in California. In California, Laney or something like that. But apparently, they they had a really good season last year. It wasn't like Independence where they came in off of twenty consecutive losing seasons. Yeah, and that's why it's that, that's why they're going there because people complained about how oh we don't want to see all this losing blah blah blah. But that's what made the story there. Yeah. And that's what sucks. That's what sucks about how some of these kids were like portrayed because some of these kids were really good kids, but oh, yeah. they just showed the bad stuff because the bad stuff is going to get people to watch. Yeah, exactly. 
And that sucks because, like, that program did have – like, like for example, Coach said his first year he sent, like, 43 kids to D1. Dude, they had a lot of talent. Yeah, dude. They they had the number one linebacker in the nation they had the, in like, Juco football. Yeah, they had the number one defense in the nation, but all those kids – and that's, that's another thing that sucks, too, because to me where I think Brown messed up at is he was recruiting talent. He wasn't recruiting character. Yeah. And he wasn't recruiting guys that mesh well together. He was just recruiting this guy because he was the top at his position. This guy because he was the top guy at his position. I, I don't know if you I don't know if you can do that when you're in JUCO though. I think you need those top guys. You do, but at the same time, you, you also have to blend them together. Yeah, I mean you have to make attitudes. Yeah. And that's what sucks. That's that's what's hard for, for like a JUCO guy. Yeah. Because a JUCO guy, like it's 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 twice as hard as, as being like a D one or a D two guy. Yeah. Because you're you're getting guys that like they're on their last I had strike. A, I had a coach. I had a coach hit me up. A uh, college coach hit me up. Uh, uh, D two or D three school. And he was like, "Hey man, what? I, you know, it's, it's like coaches follow us. I mean, that's sometimes they'll reach out to us. Yeah, uh, I've and, had a couple uh, of coaches read me out. They 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 one of them reached out to me and he was like, "Hey, what what's the what's the talent looking like in DFW? And, like name some guys that I should be looking at and all this stuff." And I named those guys, and he's like, "Ah, oh, those those guys are a little out of my reach. <laughs> like, I, I need like the lower the lower tier guys." And that's and but see, that's the thing though, dude. Because like, he might think they're out of their reach. The player might think they're out of their reach, but that's really the right fit for them. Yeah. Like, um, what's the kid from Desoto that just left? Hickson or, ah, uh, what's his name? He was a shooting guard for them. Uh, yeah, Hickson. Yeah, yeah, Hickson. Yeah, Hickson, Hickson, right? Tarleton. No, he, he didn't go to Tarleton. Uh, he went to Oklahoma Baptist or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. everyone tagged him as like a real, real good shooter, real defender, D one guy. Blah real blah good blah. Score. Yeah. Real good score. But to me, honestly, like the school he went to, I I thought it was a, a like a really good fit for him. Yeah. Like I mean, you go to a school like that, having the talent that he that kid had, that kid could have a really good career there averaging like 20 20 something a game you know yeah but if he goes to a d1 you, you never know he goes to a d1 he, he'll probably only play like five eight minutes you know yeah and that's what some of these kids need to realize like are you trying to go there like what, what is your purpose after high school some of these kids want to go to the league some of these kids want to play pro but some of these kids and that's what sucks dude some of these kids are put into the position they're in because of how good they are yeah not because they want it and that that's where you see that's where I think you see all the transfers, because I don't think some of these kids want it. They're they're just in that position because they're good at what they do. Yeah. Some of these kids don't eat, leave, live, and breathe basketball. For example, how I said earlier, it's good that these kids are out going themselves to the rec, out themselves going to workouts. But and you look on the other hand, there's the kids that like your mom calls you. It's two o'clock. Oh, have you been to the gym yet? Oh, have you worked out yet? It shouldn't be like that. You should be doing that on your own. On your own, yeah. And that's that's what's that's the difference. That I, there's that so I, many, there's so many outlets for kids these days. Yeah, dude. dude. As far as basketball, I mean, it's crazy, and and maybe it's because of social media. But I I didn't think I had this many outlets when I was in mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. I'm same same here, dude. Dude, I mean, there's there's so many outlets to get better, dude. As far as like trainers, especially in DFW, dude. Everybody's a trainer. Everyone's a I trainer. I mean, everybody's a trainer, but I mean, there's definitely guys like like uh, Hobbs, 
uh, Ralph, um, that uh, is it Earl Rooks from yeah. Pro Skills yeah. uh, that that helps with the girls basketball. Uh, I mean, there, there's tons of guys out there doing yeah. that, and that and that's what Tim Martin. And that, yeah, exactly. And that's Tim what that, Martin works out a lot of those guys that I mean probably are D three or mm-hmm. JUCOs yeah. out there in Keller. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah. He's always out there in Keller Central. Yeah. I I actually did like a little workout video whenever I first started yeah. with with Jalen and, and and Julian out there. And yeah, and I and that's what sucks because like some of these parents, it's another thing. Some of these parents are clueless. Yeah. To what they have out there for their kids. Some of these parents don't know that, oh, there's a shooting coach that's really good that, that works out in Duncan. You think, why, you, you think that's a lot of the reason why I, I'm starting to see a lot more parents have Twitters now. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of parents that have Twitters. Yeah, and they, they, they'll they use that as a source. Yeah, to, I mean, to, they, they're, they're, they're sometimes the one like uh, Logan McLaughlin's dad. He posts – I mean, he'll, he'll post full game stuff of his son all the time, uh, uh, Scott, Scott. Scott McLaughlin, Logan McLaughlin's dad. Uh, you, you see him at the games all the time with the iPad out. And you have to sometimes because, like, for example, 3D, they're, uh, up until Baylor and, and Logan really started going off, like, think about it. They had Carson Hughes and Mason Hicks. And then the three twins. That, that team was, like, full of shooters. Yeah. You never saw them on Ball's Life or anything like that? I, I, I went out to Argyle last year, and that was the first time I met uh, Max Valentino. Mm-hmm. He, he played for 3D. Uh, I mean, he's a, he, he was a hooper, dude. I mean, he averaged like 25 a game for Argyle. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, I, I would have never known that unless I went out to Argyle. Yeah. And, yeah. And I still, I, I still give Sean dibs for my Sean or my Sean, my son to play for his program. Because, <laughs> oh, really? dude, Sean, Sean is crazy, dude. I, I, I remember last year Sean gave me the opportunity to film the the team that he has blowing up right now with yeah. Ryan and, and Nazir and all them. Dude, he, they're uh, gonna be good. I, I, yeah, dude, they're gonna be crazy, dude. Yeah. I, I can't wait till they're. Going on to their senior years, and those Drive Nation kids are going on to their senior year. Get that last seventeen U matchup. Did you see that on Twitter? Yeah, I seen that. I love that, dude. I'd love for them to play like right now. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Set it up, Shelby. Set it up. I I feel the advantage that Drive Nation has over them is is yeah, Lee Dort, dude. Yeah. If if three D had a guy like a guy like similar in size and 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 stature as Lee Dort, it'd be a a, a hell of a matchup. A monster already. Hell of a matchup, dude. But. Both of those, both of those, those teams right there, they have really good players. Yeah, and um, Keontae George. Yeah, Keontae's insane to me. Keontae, be in to me, to me, to too. me, Keontae doesn't get talked talked enough enough about like about him. Yeah, he's gonna be big time. Yeah, like, uh, I'm, I'm gonna be out in Louisville a lot. He to me, you know, Keontae's demeanor, what he reminds me of, he reminds me of Cade. Like it's just his demeanor. Like you never see like Keontae like flustered or like scared or anything in his face. He's just one face, just just a serious face when it comes to hooping. Yeah. And that kid can shoot it, dude. Oh yeah. But um yeah, I got I got like Sean gave me the opportunity to film that team for the junior uh NBA thing last year that they had, the first year that they had it. Yeah. And just filming it being up close. Like you don't see kids at that age group every time out on the board. 
running a like like setting up a set or anything or setting up a play. Kids that age, they're they get a timeout. It's just their coach giving them words of of encouragement, and this and that. No, Sean was drawing it up for them, and I was just like, yo. And he's real with those kids. He he will let those kids know, like, yep. you know, this isn't for you. You want a coach like yeah, that. Yeah, you want a coach like that. Yeah, definitely, dude. I wouldn't want Especially if you're a parent of those kids. Yeah. You want somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, because to me, Sean, Sean, like, if, if my kids sucked, I know Sean would have no problem coming up to me and be like, hey, dude, I don't want to take your money no more, but this kid's done, you know? Yeah. I don't want, I don't want someone to, like, carry me on all the way till my kid's a, a freshman already. Or a, and I think that's kind of why he, he doesn't like let kids come try out all the time. And that's great, dude. I'm, I'm glad he does he, that. He said he loves, he loves to build that relationship up from when they're young. Yeah. And that's like, good, and, dude. And his, and his, uh, in, in the academy that he has. And I, I'd rather, I'd rather go to a program like that than just out of nowhere. My kid's fixing to be a senior and now everybody wants him, you know? Yeah. And that, I mean, I get there's programs that have to do that, but I'd rather have a program where, like, because a, a, a coach like that, to me, a coach like that's going to do way more than a coach that just brought you on, you know, to save their contract. Mm-hmm. Because at the end of the day, like, yeah, it, 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 I don't know what happens. That was a big topic of conversation. Yeah, I don't know what happens behind closed doors. I don't know how much this coach that I barely met six months ago, how much he's really going to go all out for my kid versus the coach who's known my son since fourth grade and yeah. has that that like type bond that second father figure type bond to my kid you know uh-huh. what i mean because those those kids though they trust sean with their lives oh yeah to the fullest dude and i think that that's like what i told him like i think that's why the parents love him so much oh yeah like you you, you see the parents dude they're ecstatic at games and yeah. when, when they get a bad call they're ecstatic they have his back too to, to the fullest dude yeah and yeah dude i love what sean's doing dude yeah, I love his style good of play. Dude, I I I told him he needs to come back on the podcast because he said he he man, he he texted me the day after after he listened to it. He was like, "Man, I felt like I could have gone way harder." Yeah. I was like, "Man, you're more welcome to come on here and go hard." Hey, I was I we that day at work. I remember we had like a long like a uh, one hour drive to go to to pick up and a one hour drive back to Fort Worth. Yeah. So uh, I was like, I'm I'm gonna get on Craig's podcast and I. First, I listened to Sean's, and I I felt like Sean was kind of holding back a little bit, dude. Yeah, but now he he's he was great on here. He almost got fired up when he mentioned playing one on one against me. I was like, man, I don't know if you yeah, want dude, that. Yeah, dude, because that dude's a competitor, bro. <laughs> that dude's a competitor. <laughs> yeah. And he he dude, and he I like how he brought up the whole thing about kids not playing at outside parks too. Because yeah. for example, Grapevine, I know exactly what park he's talking about. Because I, I have a friend. That I, I go out with every, every now and then out there. It's yeah. a really good park. They have like the NBA style goals with the glass and the good rim. And it's just like most of the time you go out there, then see that that's how I felt like I got good whenever I was young. Yeah. Because whenever I was like going into my freshman year, that's when I stopped playing with like outside of high school and stuff like that. That's when I stopped playing with kids my age. Yeah. As soon as school was over or practice was over. But that, that, that that's that's where all the adults are and stuff. Yeah. The outside court. Yeah. So, and, yeah and I that's remember how, that too. That's how I felt. I got better. I wasn't playing with kids like my age. I was playing with, with grown, grown ass dudes. Yeah. And like those dudes that, would be that's like. That's what these courts used to be filled up with. Yeah, dude. And that's that, like that that's anymore. how you get like that grittiness and that toughness that, that you have. 
And now it's just and, like, and when you play outside, it's not usually it's not the usual guys that you're playing with. This is, I mean, it's some guys that probably don't live around here that come out there. To yeah, move. and there's there's there some of those guys are guys that used to be really good at, in in their heyday, you know. Yeah. And they they just see a young kid out there, and they're not gonna take it easy on you. Yeah. But if you go to the wreck with your friends, they're out there just BS guarding you, exactly. laughing at you, and this and that. Yeah. No, nah, dude. That's I mean, not... even like nowadays, I. I, I used to go to uh, the Rise in Rockwall, and uh, guy would open the gym at five o'clock in the morning, and it'd just be like thirty-five. I mean, it'd be like a bunch of old guys, but I mean, still, you get a good run. And some of those guys can play. Yeah, dude. But some of those guys will play your ass hard. Yeah, dude. They'll foul you hard. And they won't care. They don't care, dude, because they're 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 brought up a different way. Yeah. Nowadays, kids like I don't know. To me, it's just. They're all about just scoring and this and that. Hell no. There was one time, I forgot, we went to the rec center in Roanoke, and it was just a whole bunch of BS playing around, and I ended up just walking out, dude. Yeah. Because I was just like, dude. Dude, are you, are you, are, are like, you go to like 24-hour fitness to hoop, and like, I mean, it, it got so busy at the, the one I used to go to that you'd have to write your name on the board oh, and yeah. put up and yeah. stuff. But like a list. The arguing over foul calls and like, holy crap, dude! Y'all, uh, y'all just argued for fifteen minutes. Like, my muscles are tight now. Yeah, I'm gonna leave. Yeah, but shit, you try to do that on the outside court, it's different because they'll scrap. Yeah, they'll scrap. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. That's that's what I'm saying. That's, that's what that's what different. That's there, the difference. There, there's always that one guy that you don't want to argue with out yeah. there because you know you ain't gonna win, even in a fist fight. You ain't yeah. gonna win. Because I remember. Um, and there's 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 courts everywhere throughout the Metroplex yeah. that have that one court you just got to find it that constantly has older guys at it, yeah. and that that'd be great for some of these like n- not even like the superstar players but like those role players for them to go out there and just gain that like toughness yeah. and just see like you know just battles because that's that's what you see out there in outside courts you see people battling it out yeah. You'll see one guy catch Battling it out on double rims. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. That's honestly how I think I got my shot because I used to play on nothing but double rim. Yeah. And then, yeah, dude. Just, to me... Do you like chain nets? Preferably, no. But Bro, I, I always felt like it didn't matter what the rim looked like. I couldn't shoot on a chain net. I just... The only thing I hated about the chain net is how it just beat your basketball up. Yeah. Because it would rip your, your, your ball to... Yeah, shreds, dude. I hated chain nets. I mean, I didn't mind it, and but I, I, the, the thing I, I hated was the chain nets that had like links missing in the middle, and then you, you shoot it, and your ball would get caught in, the, in that big hole. Yeah. That's the only thing I hated. But other than that, like, if there's a goal, I, I, I don't care where it was. I just want to play. Yeah, I, I would even take like whenever I was in high school, and my parents would take trips to Mexico in the middle of the summer. I'd take my basketball, and I'd be out there in that little BS. Goal that they had out there, yeah. Because I mean, where my parents are from, like it's just dirt and mountains. So, oh, really? so their goal was just literally like it was it was a, a soccer goal with a, a long metal tube on the on the top coming out of it. Yeah, with with the like on the crossbar. Yeah, on the crossbar. Oh, so it was shit. it was a soccer goal with the with the <laughs> with the goal on top with the just the backboard and just like the single like, like a the multi tool. Yeah, type thing, dude. So like you'd go up for a layup, you go up for a layup, but if you were running too fast, you'd have to like go up and then duck underneath the goalpost. Oh yeah, dude. 
and it was rough playing out there because out there, like, those kids don't know how to play. Yeah. So, like, I remember, like, I was 16 playing one-on-one with all the kids out there. I'd come home with, like, scratches and bruises all over my arm. I'm like, Mom. That's the worst, dude. But I don't blame those kids. All those kids, all those kids yeah. out there didn't know. I uh, we used to play at a church out here in Sunnyvale. They, they uh, in high school they built this court in the back. They had they put an awning over it and everything. Somebody from the church donated the money to build it, and they put lights out there. Like you turn it on, turn it off. And the lights stayed on till like twelve or one in the morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, clear backboards. They put lines and everything. It just got to a point where people that obviously it's a bunch more people that don't go to the church that are playing at it all the time. But like it got to a point where people were just like breaking the goals. Like I think they went through two or two or three different rims on one mm-hmm. side because people were dunking. I mean, it was nice goals. I mean, breakaway rims and everything. Yeah. But you're hanging on it, you're breaking the rims. And uh they just, you know, at, at night when they would close, somebody would go out there and take them off Damn. and put them back on in the morning during the yeah. school. And and that's why I feel, that's why I feel like some of the outside basketball courts have gone to like, to crap. Yeah. And that's why I feel like some kids don't go hoop outside no more yeah. is because of those reasons. Yeah. Cause yeah, you're going to have that guy that like tries to dunk and then just hangs there and like bends the rim all the way up, you know, nobody can just and go. There, there was a lot of fights up there too. Yeah. You're just you're getting people from Garland. You're getting people from from uh, like Balch Springs and Seagullville and Pleasant Grove over there. I mean, you're getting all kinds of different people together that don't know each other. And I mean, shit, shit's gonna pop off probably. And you know what's crazy to me? I got hit in the side of the head up there. <laughs> For real, bro. My, and my, 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 one of my good friends always tells this story to people because it was his friend at the time that did it. So I, I was we were playing five on five. We were playing. Dude passed it to me. His friends guard me. He comes up on me, and I like, he he reached in at the ball. I had the ball like this, and I went to a triple threat, and my elbow hit him in the mouth. I didn't mean to. It was an accident. But he kind of timed out. He started bleeding. His mouth was bleeding. And he, like, walked to his car and put his shirt up. I guess he was wiping his mouth off. But came back. I didn't think anything of it. Throwing a ball in. I get hit in the side of my ear right here. There's always those guys, and I, dude. And I look at the guy like, all right, yeah, let's back back to it. Because, like, that didn't even, like, hurt. I, I don't know what that was for. <laughs> and, I, and me, I'm, I'm not like I'm not a fighter. Like I, I, I've never been in a fist fight in my life. My parents always told me like, don't fight with people. It's f- stupid. Like, yeah, let it go. And so I looked at the guy like, okay, back to it. Like you didn't phase me at all. And I think that made him kind of mad because <laughs> like it didn't he hurt. Probably, he probably expected to like knock you out with that or or me to like f- start fighting with him yeah. but like I had all my friends there like uh, that wasn't going to happen but like just like come on dude like but that kind of stuff probably happened all the time up there and that's probably when they got wind of it and they just stopped opening it to the public yeah that's how that's what happened in this one court over there in Watauga with us they used to keep the lights on till uh 12 Mm-hmm. And then um, they heard about people getting into fights. Mm-hmm. They heard about people uh, 
like drinking out there and stuff like that too. Uh-huh. And then next thing you know, like it went from cutting the lights off at twelve to like every, every like every so like every like two three weeks it went from like twelve to eleven thirty to eleven, and then they started cutting them off at ten thirty. Yeah. And I was just like, dang, dude, like other people are here to just hoop, you know? Yeah, exactly. And then then they have like those those kids that come in and try to mess it up for everybody else. There, there's two really nice courts that, that they just built. They just rebuilt. Uh, elementary school like the, it, was, it was an old elementary school so they built like a brand new one same name it's just different location that's whatever but they built two full courts with Kate with the uh, fences around them and uh lines everything it's a single rim too they're, they're nice basketball courts it's not I mean it's one of those big white uh it's like a big white hard plastic backboard but the Freaking that, beautiful that, that, basketball. That's why I like I like that event that Slam does where they every summer they have the, the uh, they do that at the Dykeman or whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think it's today. I, I like how they do it. I just hate how you can tell those kids never play outside because like they go out there and treat it like a regular All Star game. Well, I feel like I feel like there's so much there's so much more. Uh, like guys can get in gyms. Yeah. When I back in the day, I wasn't able to get no gym. No. The only gym I was getting in was Woodrow Wilson. That my my friend my my uh, my AAU coach was my friend's dad. So uh, he was the athletic director at Woodrow Wilson, and so that that's where we used to practice. He'd take us up there all the time. Yeah. But like I I I I don't I, I don't think back in the day, dude. I mean, I, I didn't have my coach's number. I mean, I nah. couldn't like text him and be like, "Hey, can we go to the gym today?" Hey, like, and speaking of that, I, I want to give a shout out to TJ with Impact. Yeah. Because like, for example, there's there's those coaches that that will be there for you no matter what, yeah. and then there's coaches that as soon as the summer is over, like, "Hey, deuces, I don't I don't mess with you no more." Yeah. TJ like. Um, I'm pretty sure everybody does it, but like since I'm there with the program a lot and stuff like that, and I'm I'm always in communication with them. TJ will like set up a, a whole week schedule of like if kids like if you want to work out, let's go work out, and he'll work you out. Yeah. And um, that's something that I wish I had whenever I was in high school. You know. Yeah. So a coach that I could just randomly call, and he'll 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 open up his his schedule. You got to think about it. TJ's a grown ass dude. You know. He'll open up his work schedule, his private schedule, his life schedule, and then just get in the gym with you for a couple hours. Yeah. And that's I, I, that's what I think is great, you know? Because if, if I had that in high school, like, I'd... I would have loved... Like, the the year the year I was in high school, the year I was a senior, that was the first year we got one of them shooting guns. Yeah. I don't think I ever used it. And, I, and that was my primary thing. Like, I was a shooter. Never got on that once. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, dude. It just like you gotta use those things. Yeah, cause yeah, well, we we never used it. Yeah, with North, at Northwest we had them. We had them since my freshman year. That's why I'm always on Twitter. Like, hey man, I know I got one of you coaches that will let me in the gym. Let me get on one of them shooting, shooting guns. guns yeah. I've never been on one. Yeah, no. At Northwest we were fortunate to have them, and then I was any chance I got, I always got in it because yeah. I always felt like I was in a disadvantage because my situation coming in into high school, my high school at, at that time Northwest it was the only school in the district. They would. They didn't have Byron. They didn't have Eaton, um, but it had three middle schools feeding into that one high school. Well, this middle school that I went to was a country one, the one that everybody was just there to play football. Yeah, like I was literally like the only kid on my middle school team that played with the team 
outside of school that had to do basketball. Yeah. And um, and the only reason I played football in middle school is because my coach told me, if you want to play basketball, you got you to gotta play football. And um, whenever whenever we were in middle school and stuff like that, I already knew going into high school, it was going to be me versus all those other two, those, those other two middle schools. Because those two middle schools had, they had squads, dude. It yeah. was Medlin and Pike. Pike had a, Pike had kids that like, you know, they, they'd been together since they were in second grade. Yeah. And then Medlin had like a group of like three, four dudes that had been together since like second grade. And when it came to tryouts and people being cut, surprisingly, I was the only kid from my middle school who made the the Northwest team. Yeah. And I was with those five guys from Pike and those other guys from Medlin. So I, whenever I got to high school and I had like the shooting gun and stuff like that, I was using that dude. Cause even, even the JV coach told me at that time, he goes, Hey, you made it. But you made it because you knew all the fundamental stuff and all that other stuff, and you, we know that you you'll work. Mm-hmm. And he even said it. He was like, "You got the odds stacked against you for, for minutes because we have these guys that are unified, and you're just a solo guy trying to fit in." Yeah. Because like you you would notice it during scrimmages and practices and stuff like that when those guys would be on the court together, they had that chemistry, and I had to just find my way in there and yeah. find a role or whatever. Dude, I. In, in in my first year in middle school, it, I mean, obviously it's really cool to sign up for football. Mm-hmm. Like in middle school, I'd never played football in my entire life. I, I always played basketball. Football. Yeah, I hated football. I got I got hit during a wide receiver drill, and went to the counselor the next day and sat, uh, changed my <laughs> schedule. I went straight to PE. <laughs> I was like, I ain't doing this. This is not for me. Yeah, dude. I, I, took had, a, that. I had a horrible I mean, football you, career you, you in you middle got, school. You, you got kids in middle school that have been playing football their entire lives. Yeah. Football, basketball. But, like, I mean, you, you had some of the best best teams in Mesquite, like the Rebels, the Falcons oh, were yeah. here. Oh, yeah. The, the Titans, I think. They had a team called the Titans. But, like, dude. These kids were good. P- P- or right now, you know how like every, like AAU basketball is really big here in Dallas. Yeah. People also need to remember that seven on, seven on seven and peewee football here in this area is yeah. also just as big. Yeah. And there's is just as many politics as there is in AAU basketball. Yeah. Because you want to talk about kids playing down and playing up. There's some teams that use that are 14U that that use 14U kids, but they use 14U kids that just finished a freshman year in high school, you know? Yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't mix that with 14 new kids that are still in middle school type stuff, you know? Uh-huh. And it's crazy out here when, how they do that, dude. Yeah. They have, like, big national... You know how here there's some teams that want smoke and there's some teams that go get the smoke? Uh-huh. When it comes to peewee football out here, they go get the smoke and they'll go... Like, for example, I know uh, a big 13U team out here, the DFW Elite Dogs, they just came back from Atlanta from beating a, a like top five nationally ranked 13 U team in Atlanta. And they had been talking smack for a minute and they finally went out and played them. And that that's crazy out here. Yeah. Yeah. Dude. But yeah, I was, dude, I was just like you, dude. I, I had a, a terrible middle school football career cause they just put me in football cause I was big, okay. but I was a hooper. Like I remember my halfway through my seventh grade year, um, I got moved from DN to linebacker. Because uh, this one kid got hurt. Coach put me at middle linebacker. I straight up told him, I was like, yo, I don't know what I'm doing. So we're in practice. <laughs> we're in practice. In I, the, did, I, 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 didn't get, I didn't get that far. 
Yeah, dude. I, I, mean, I, I can get that for I, I was there because we, we were thin on numbers, dude. So I, I was forced to play. Well, I remember at practice, we did this. We were doing this one drill where the linebackers had to read where the running back was coming from. Yeah. Well, I thought he was coming through the B gap, but he came out the A gap. And I just wasn't paying attention. I got I got ran smooth, ran over. And mind you, in middle school, I was chubby, but I wasn't tall. In middle school, I was only like five three, and I got smooth ran over. And it got knocked, it knocked the air out of me. And Ooh, coach comes sucks, up to me. Dude. Coach that, came up to me. He's that, like, "You're all that's, right." That's the worst. He's like, "You're all right." And like, I'm still on the ground. I look at him, and I, I straight up told him when I was like, uh, with that trying to catch my breath. Still, I was like, "This is why I'm a hooper," because I was like, "Dude, I I don't do football." Dude, getting the I, I, dude, I, I used to play football, like just playing with my friends and, uh, you know, we, we play tackle sometimes while I, you know, I don't, I don't know how to tackle. Like I don't play football. I never play football. Mm-hmm. Only, the only football, like going up into middle school and like you had to play on the team and stuff like that. Yeah. Only time I played football was just like catch with, like, my, with friends, my friends. Dude. Yeah. Run around the yard. smear the queer, you know, <laughs> that's the only time I but played like, football. I, I, I went to tackle somebody. And I kind of swung him around, and he landed on my chest. Oh yeah! And I was like, <gasps> <laughs> and it's like, oh my god! See, this is why I don't get out of here and do this. Nah, dude. I, dude, I remember when I got to high school, the football coach he would go into the the basketball practice, to, yeah. like because like, the football players that were that wanted to play basketball after the season went over was yeah. over, they'd go into the gym get some shots up, and I'd I'd still be in the gym, and he always see me. He's like, hey, big guy. Oh, why don't you play football? And I'm like, dude. The no. track coach tried to get me to run track. He said, man, I like the – because I, when I was in high school, dude, I could run on a basketball court all day and not get tired. Yeah, but as soon as you step out on the track. He, 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 he saw me. He was like, hey, man, why, why don't you come out and run long distance for me, man? You look like you can run pretty good. I said, man, I, I do this in here. I ain't doing it out there. It's different, dude. Yeah, it is. It's way different. I remember I tried doing cross country in middle school. I quit halfway through the first tryout. Yeah, because I was like, "Yo, they do this every morning." <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean, you're, you, yeah, I mean the cross country teams waking up at like six o'clock to go run. Like, nah, I'm good. Like you're 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 pulling up to school like at at eight, munching on your breakfast, and they're done with like ten miles yeah, already. They've, they've been here for three hours yeah, already. No, yeah. and that the whole big guy thing, the whole big guy clip thing, is funny how that started too, because like. At that time, I was working with my friend Danny, and I had just started doing this thing. Yeah. And then uh, my friend's like, what are you going to call yourself? Well, at work, my friend Danny, every time like he needed something, you just hear him yelling, a big guy, a big guy. So I was like, I, I was sitting there at home thinking, what should I call myself? And I was like, fuck it, big guy clips. Yeah. I mean, I'm doing here, doing videos, doing little clips here and there. I'm just going to do big guy clips. Yeah. And then I was just like, I downloaded a random logo maker on on exactly, the, on dude. the app. That's how you do it. Made my logo. And I, I I got all my video. I, I got all my photos from Google and pretty much put something together with it. Yeah. So pretty much like all my stuff has been like made through other people because my friend Danny started calling me big guy. That's how I made big guy clips. And then Jalen with the intro helping me out with that. But it's been fun. Dude. I pretty much created dreams the ball just off the fact that I think. You know what's your what's your goal? Like my dream is to ball. Dreams to ball, yeah, dude. Something like that, dude. that that worked out perfectly. Yeah, and it, I thought it was funny too, dude, because like some people just knew the logo, they knew the name, but they had never met me. Yeah, and then when they'd meet me, they'd be like, "Oh, 
big eye clips. Oh, makes sense. <laughs> uh, this kid came up to me the other day at, at Buff's event, and he was like, hey, man, you're, you're the you're the guy that has the video with the music at the beginning, right? I was like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of guys out there that have that. And uh, it, he started, like, making the, the... The beat? Yeah, and I'm like... Hold on, let me, let me let me pull up my YouTube page. I'll show you who I am. And he was like, "Yeah, man, that that logo, dude, it looks just like you." <laughs> I wasn't wearing my shirts or anything. <laughs> and he he recognized me just off that that thing. I I had because like when I started vlogging and stuff, and I, I realized I wanted to do the basketball thing. I just went all out and made like hats and shirts, uh, just so I could pretty much uh, like brand myself and, and be known too. Yeah. Because, I mean, me and you had the problem. We'd go to a game. Are you Ball is Life? Yeah, Ball is Life. I'm Brad. Yeah, like, hey, dude, I'm Mexican. Sorry, but Brad's a Ball is Life dude. You're, you're, you're not the slam guy, are yeah. you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, dude, I, I, I'd hate, I hate to, like, tell kids, like, nah, because, like, you tell them, no, nah, I'm not Ball is Life. And you just see it in their face. Just, uh-huh, no. like, oh, okay, well, you're nobody. Yeah. You're, <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Thanks. Oh man, that, yeah, my videos suck. Yeah, dude. Cause like you would notice, like like it wouldn't just be them. Yeah. You 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 would see them, and then you see like their crowd of friends behind him, like ready for it for them to say. Well, oh. When I went when I went to um, Mesquite High School, the uh, video game they played Rockwall last year. Everybody in the stands was like, "Hey, that's the ball's life, dude. That's the ball's life, dude." And and like I I don't do nothing. I I can hear it. I look over there a little bit, and I'm like, oh my god. And and most of the time I'm I'm I'll tweet at Brad and I'll be like, hey man, everybody thinks I'm you. For yeah, dude, it sucks. Yeah. When I'm just like, no, nope, Bob's life's a white dude with the beard. Yeah. And some joggers. <laughs> and a V neck. And a V neck. <laughs> All right, man. I don't have nothing else, dude. This this is gonna be the longest one I put out. Probably, yeah. No, it is, dude. Baseline bros, bro. I was I wasn't gonna mention that, but you did it, dude. Yeah, ba- the baseline bros. Hopefully, we're back out in full effect this coming season, man. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna plan on it. Try to work oh, with man. what I got. Yeah, because like like I, what we mentioned at the beginning, like we're family people. You know, we have yeah. a we have a whole family to take care of, and not only take care of it, but also provide for. You know, uh-huh. and it's it's difficult sometimes. There's frustrating times. Then, but you just got to make it work because, I mean, this is something I definitely want to do and continue to do. Yeah. Because there's, I mean, there's kids out there that need it. There's kids that remind you. I'm doing football this year. Oh, yeah. Like photo-wise. I'm not doing videos. The video thing, I did it one game last year and quit at the half. Football photos are intense, though. They can be yeah. intense, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to fo- I think football fo- football photos, like, I think they're, they're they're better than basketball. And, like, my plan is to, like, do photos, like, obviously post the best ones that I have. But I'm gonna post them and like tag like, like uh, um, Texas football and rivals and two four seven. See if I can get something off of that. Yeah, and that's yeah. Dave Campbell stuff like that. Yeah, my plan is just to like figure out something that where I can like be places consistently and yeah. pump out stuff consistently. Yeah. Because with one thing with with what we do and with the way social media works now. Is you're relevant one minute, and then the next minute no one knows about you or forgets about you. A tweet 
Have you ever seen like the lifetime of a tweet? Yeah. It has like a 15 minute lifetime. Yeah. yeah. Well, maybe like 10 minutes. Yeah. And then after that, it's like. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying about the, the whole copyright violations and stuff like that. How I, IB says once your video, gets, like once that it starts capping off where you're not getting like consistent likes and retweets, just delete it. Yeah. And speaking of that, you know what's crazy about about the whole my account being suspended and all that? My last big video I had on the account was Avery's commitment video. Yeah. And till this day, like I think the most recent one was two days ago. I'm still getting like likes and retweets on that video. Really? Yeah. Because wow. that, that video still hasn't been taken down on my account. Oh, wow. But it's it's like on like I guess people are still on Avery's profile. Tyrese's Junior mix that I made was the biggest video I've ever made, and that's obviously because he retweeted it. Yeah, yeah. it has twenty eight thousand views on YouTube. Yeah, and that's dude, that's another thing I want to mention to kids, dude. If someone goes out of the way to make you a video, give them credit, you know. Yeah. Tag them, retweet it, because like, what some kids don't they like they don't see is like they don't they just see the video. You know, they don't see that like, oh, this guy's got to go home to his wife and kids. He has to deal with that first. You know, yeah, we have to go through a lot just for you to get that video. And like, like just a simple retweet or a tag or something like that. Really like, especially if you got a lot of followers, man, we're trying to get there, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Because like, it's just, it's just like, I guess courtesy, you know? Yeah. Like. We're giving you your shine. Give us a little some some too. You yeah, because we want it. But in, in all fairness, like, yeah, just tag, retweet. If someone goes out of their way to make something for you, like, you know, show that, that you care about it at least, you know? Yeah. Because it could make a difference, dude. Because, like, for example, my boy Sean, One Shut Sean. Dude, he's he's, he's blowing up, blowing dude. Up right and, now, it, yeah. and it's all off of, like, him having a quality product. But it being spread out everywhere from from likes, retweets, and I, I messaged him yesterday because I got a I got an email from uh, the big three. I was trying to get media credentials to the big three yesterday, and they they emailed me back like Thursday about it. Obviously, I didn't get in, but uh, I saw him. He posted a, the email that he got in. I was like, man, I, I got I got denied, bro. And uh, but man, he's he's doing crazy things he 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 was at the dykeman uh league i think somebody had him out there yeah and 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 it's not about what you know it's about who you know and sean yeah he's taking full advantage about who he knows visuals by dre too dre's doing good job oh yeah dude shout out to dre too because i know dre dre has has his son and stuff like that yeah and he brings uh, his son to the games all the time yeah and yeah shout out to him too because like he's just like us like one minute we're consistent, and the next minute like we're gone because we have to we have to deal with our life situations. Yeah, and I know Dre's another dude that that has to that has that struggle too. Yeah, I know sometimes he has his ups and downs and stuff like that. And uh, sh- like shout out to him because he's able to bring his son to his games and stuff like that. I wish I could. But yeah, my kids. I can't are, wait till my son gets that dude, age. Dude, my kids. Oh, I know. I know my older daughter. I know she'll sit, she'll listen and sit still. Yeah, but my little one, dude, that he turns two this year. That dude's a, uh, a wrecking ball. He, you cannot get him to say t- like I remember we I tried filming a uh, the practice before we left to Atlanta for Impact this, yeah. this past summer. Um, my mom wasn't feeling good. My wife had to work, and I was just like, 
screw it, dude. Let's let's do it. Let's go to practice. <laughs> let's let's see how it goes. I I brought my phone fully charged. We were at uh, we, we sometimes we had practice at Bishop Lynch. Yeah. Um, and uh, I was ready. I thought I was gonna have him controlled. And nope, the moment that like the players and coaches started giving my son attention, it just went out the window. He was just. He was trying to be on the court, grabbing the ball, and I'm just oh, like, I yeah. love it, dude. I love it. I love that you're like that, but yeah. I'm technically at, at work right now. Like, chill out. Nah, dude, we didn't even make it halfway through the practice. I was like, yeah. let's go. Yeah. Let's go. And that's what sucks, dude. But, like, shout out to Dre that, that he's able to do that. Yeah. I mean, I know it's tough because, like, half the time the kid doesn't want to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. But this has been fun, dude. I'm glad you're doing this. And I hope more people are like it's definitely a different alley. Yeah, I, I hope more. I hope I hope more people are like reach yeah, out to you to do this. I really want to get buff on, dude. Oh yeah, dude. Buff, buff, and then uh, Coach Shelby always jokes with me about it. So I, I'm gonna have to get him. Shelby, on. Shelby definitely needs to come on here. Yeah, he's gonna have to uh, get Jermaine O'Neal on here. Yeah, you know what you don't. You you know what I I think you should do also. You need to get a player on here, like a, a regular kid on here. Yeah. You know, get their perspective on how they see things from on the other side. Yeah. Because I, I think it'd have to be one of the college kids. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And a parent as well. Yeah. Because I'm, I know I know parents, they, they have a lot to say too. Yeah. Because they have to go through the through the ups and downs Maybe of age. Maybe it'll be uh, Scott, Scott McLaughlin, man. <laughs> he, 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 uh, he gives me a lot of likes and retweets. Yeah, man. man it was fun, dude. Growling, dude. It's time to go get some food, dog. All right, man. I'm going to close it out right here. It's been fun. Appreciate I appreciate you for driving all the way from the other side of Egypt. <laughs> um, but, yeah, man, this is where we close it out. Thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you all check out Craig's Creative Corner on uh, the Purple Podcast app on iPhones and then on Spotify. Um, peace. <laughs>